Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Adam, and this is the Do Big Things Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Big Things Crewing. We offer support in all different shapes and sizes for your ultramarathon goals. Did you know it's 10 to 20 times more likely you will reach your goals if you just write them down? Your chances are even greater with some sort of support or mentorship. Listen, you guys, we're here to support you in achieving your dreams and and going out and doing big things, whatever that looks like for you. We want you to go out and make a difference. Be the inspiration. Be your own hero. And most importantly, do big things. I got a couple of insanely inspiring guests for you guys this week. I'm talking with the king of the Colorado 14ers, the godfather of Nolans, Mr. Andrew Hamilton, and his partner, Andrea Sansone. They just took Nolans 14 to a whole nother level. They made it holy. They did something that's affectionately called Holy Nolans, which means they completed the entire Nolans 14 course, and then at the end decided to tack on another 30 some odd miles and throw in one more 14,000 foot peak. You know, just for kicks. Andrea is the first woman to ever complete Holy Nolans and Andrew is the only man and he's done it twice. Andrew Hamilton has spent a ton of time with the Colorado 14ers. He has the speed record for climbing all 58 of them and he did it in under 10 days. Um, He's done this speed record several times once even linking all of them by bicycle. Um, He's completed Nolan several times, including Holy Nolans and Snowlands, completing the entire line in the wintertime. It was a huge treat for me to talk with these guys. I could have listened to their stories all night long. Listen, I apologize ahead of time for the sound quality of this conversation. We had kind of a bad connection. There's a little bit of a delay between... uh, my voice and their voice sounds a little wonky but if you can put up with it this conversation is absolute nolan's gold Um, also there's a bonus 40 minutes at the end too i had to cut the conversation short because i had a previous commitment and then i ended up calling them back to hear some more other stories so hang in there until the very very end for all the details you guys are going to love this conversation it's so cool i just love talking with them And uh, I think you guys are going to dig it too. So give it up for Mr. Andrew Hamilton and Miss Andrea Sansone. Life is short. Do big things, baby. Hello. Hello. Hey, Adam. Hey. Andrea. Good. Hey, how are, hey. You? How are you? I'm doing good. How, do, how are you guys? Uh, have yeah, you guys had time to heal up? I, um, put this on speaker. Um, it should sure automatically be quiet. on speaker. It's just quiet. Hmm. What if I connected your thing to like our, our speaker and then turned it up? Then mm-hmm. we could hear it better. Okay. Sorry, can we troubleshoot for a second? <laughs> okay. Of course. We're going to connect you to our speaker and see if that. Oh, no. Is that dead? Let's see if that'll work. I have to plug that in. 
if not, it's fine. We can just. Okay. Um, have you ever connected to this before? Mm -mm. Probably not. Check, check. Sorry oh, if there you guys we go. have to just like huddle around the phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's working now good? Yeah. yeah, perfect. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Glad you got so it to work. It Your name's Adam? My name's Adam. Yes. And uh, welcome to the Do Big Things podcast. I appreciate you guys. Oh, thanks. Uh, we love, to, chatting we with love me. to be here. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys had time to heal up and rest and recover. Yeah. How are you guys feeling? Doing good. Uh, I think the couple of days after we finished Holy Nolan's, we slept a lot. <laughs> but, but, other than, but other than that, feeling pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I remember in the past when I've done this, when I finished, I was just completely wiped out for a long time. Yeah. And uh, but this time we were pretty much ready to go after a couple of days. So, I mean, we've already been doing stuff again. So yeah. Yeah, we did really good. I had to I called out of work um, for two nights. But, you know, I, the first the first night I was like, there's no way I can go back. And the second night I was like, well, maybe I can go back. But we still hadn't you know cleaned up our gear everything the house was a mess so i was like ah uh, maybe i'll take one more day yeah. <laughs> yeah call in take care of yourself did you guys know you were going to be doing the whole well, it was kind of beginning? like a thought like we definitely weren't definitely going to do it like for example so we had tried nolan's like a month before and uh we'd had oh okay yeah yeah uh, you know so that you know, Andrea was really had a hard first night on 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 that Nolan's, and I remember we were on top of Columbia, which is about halfway through, mm -hmm. and because uh, we had talked about maybe doing it there, and I was like, "You see that mountain way in the distance, way over there?" He's like, "You want to go there? Yeah, you want to go? That's holy. No, that's holy like, cross." Hell she was no. Like, yeah, hell no. And, uh, so, not, I was like, we're not doing that. I was so tired that after that first night, for some reason, and, and I was like, we ain't doing that. And I am not kidding you. You know, it is far away when you look at Holy when you look at Holy Cross from pretty much anywhere on the rest of the uh, you know the Nolan's fourteen line. It looks way out there. In fact, you can't even oh, really yeah. see it if you go past like to Princeton and stuff like that. You generally don't even see it up there. Yeah. So, so our second attempt, I was like, Andrew, don't even show me Holy Cross. I don't yeah. even want to look at it. I'm not even looking out there. We'll talk yeah. about it when we finish. So, so she was pretty grumpy on the second night on this Nolan's. And, you know, and so I remember as we yeah. were coming down, at some point as we were coming down near the finish, I yeah. was like, well, look, so obviously we're not going to Holy Nolan's, right? <laughs> I was, and I was like, what are you talking about? Of course we're going. <laughs> So, yeah. So, so I mean, I was really surprised. Okay. I thought I was, you know, off the hook. But uh, anyway, but but it wasn't like going to be a rush to get there. We figured finish Nolan's, you know, we had our van waiting for us. And so we figured we'd just take a long rest. And then it's just like hiking another 14 or from a long ways away. From a long you know, ways the next away. Day. Yeah. And start sometime in the evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you guys elected to do well, this unsupported, so correct? Like two different categories, like that are similar. There, there's unsupported and there's self-supported. So, unsupported would be, gotcha. you know, that's basically reserved for someone 
that puts everything in their backpack at the beginning and then goes to the end and that's it like they don't get help anywhere and so that so sarah hansel holds that record right now because she did it she did it unsupported unsupported yes so then then there's so self-supported is is kind of similar except that what you do is you know you 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 don't have any friends that really want to support you, right? You know, or you're like, for us, it's like, or we don't want to waste yeah, their time. Yeah, really. you know, in case we have to quit, or you know, it's a big burden on people, right? Yeah. So instead of having people show up and it's have her? stuff for us, what we do is we just go to all the same places, you know, all the same places where you'd expect to have people waiting for you, and we like leave a box somewhere. Right. Yep. And so it can be super annoying because you have Got to it. set all that okay. up. And it to, takes about a day takes beforehand a, oh yeah, to takes, set everything up. Takes so it takes forever. a long time. Sure. And then at the end, you have to clean it up. And, you know, actually at one point on the second night, I couldn't find the box. I couldn't remember where I, I had put that one. And so I was like, you know, Andrea was. Yeah, that was his yeah. gear drop. Right. <laughs> so I couldn't help him. I was like, I'm going to yeah. take a nap. And I, I mean, I just looked all over the forest. So Andrea just laid down in the grass and slept for a few minutes. And I was like, gosh, did somebody find it and like remove it? I mean, you just don't know. And uh, and finally, I found it, you know, so sure. that was lucky because you'd be kind of screwed if you got there and, you know, you would this for the next leg, basically. Definitely. So now are you guys putting it's food in these boxes? Food. Yeah. It's mainly, Do you have to worry about it's, bears? It's mainly food um, at Echo Canyon. That, so that was our second night heading up La Plata. I had, I, I was in shorts um, previously. So I had thrown in like a pair of pants. And so I had changed. Um, but other than mm-hmm. that, it's really just food. Good. We, while we were on the course, we did a lot of just like sugary foods. And so because on our last attempt, we really, we realized that we weren't eating the chips and the crackers that we had put in our, in our packs for, you know, for, for the peaks. And so we were like, well, we'll keep the solid foods in our stash gear. And then, um, and then we also um, had resupplies of that sugar foods after we would eat some of the solid foods that we had in the boxes. Okay. And so are you guys hanging these, these supplies like up in a tree so the bears don't get them or wildlife doesn't get to oh, it? Oh, yeah. Or well, well we just got these there? bear bins that we put it in. You know, there's not a whole lot of stuff that goes in them. So, got but, it. but it you fits, know, I, I imagine, well. yep, I yep. imagine some okay. bear coming along, find it and like kicking it through the woods somewhere. Yeah, and you'll, never, you'll never find it again. <laughs> like we actually on the route once I had a For bear sure. right into my car and uh, it got there and and he had run off with, he drank like a whole he thing. He drank of margarita. our margarita. <laughs> it didn't spill, he didn't spill his drop. We came yeah. back to an empty bottle of margarita and the car was dry. <laughs> so, so you know you're out there. So that's a risk. So I, you know, I'd prefer not to go self-supported, but like I said, sometimes it's just, you know, it's hard to find people. And then when you do find people that want to help, I, I just feel bad. I like, you know, it's like a lot of time commitment for them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Andrew, I know you've done a bunch of stuff in the past that's involved, you know, crew for days and days and days. So it sounds like you have great friends that are willing to come out and help you. But I also understand that burden, too. You know, you guys had a previous attempt earlier in the year where you didn't make the full distance. And, you know, I've spent some time on the Nolan's line and I've done the same thing where, you know, friends come out to help crew me and then I don't make it the full distance. And I feel bad about that. 
So like, I, right. I see it from both like directions. Like we've asked um, our friends Joel and Crystal twice now to help us, and then our friend Rob also to help us out. And every time they've helped us out, we failed. So we're kind <laughs> of like, well, let's just do it by ourselves, so we don't have to ask them again. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you know what we yes. find too is, you know, I think <laughs> oh, some of these times people are putting down, it's, it's sort of showing. And in fact, the first time I, I did it unsupported and I actually set the best time and unsupported really is fast. And like this guy, yes. Joey, that just crushed yeah. the time in 41 hours was yeah. unsupported. Sarah yeah. was unsupported. Yeah. And, and so I yep. just think that it is, you know, that that's probably the fastest way to go because you never stop, you know, there's no reason to stop. So self-supported, what we found too is that like, you know, we're not coming in and then you're not talking to your crew saying, oh, well, you know, you know, it's, this leg was, you know, it was really good. You know, we're having a great time and we need this or that. And so, you know, it, it can be a little faster. The only problem is it does take some time to like get your, your gear ready, you know, so, so you lose some time there. I have to add that you're not coming, if you don't have a crew, you're not coming in tempted to sit in the car and, or sit down when they put out a chair for you or get in a warm car at 11 p.m. at night when you're tired and cold, you know, or something like that. Yes, 100%. 100%. No, I get it. Yeah, it's just another animal, though. I mean, you're just out there for that much longer by yourself. Um it just seems like it's easier to come into that aid station and have a friendly face to be able yeah. to stuff it's a sandwich. An your emotional mouth. boost. Yeah, that's guys- definitely something that I missed for sure. Um, we had like Joel and Crystal had surprised us a couple times, which was really nice. Um, sometimes at hard hours, they had randomly showed up, um, which was really helpful because you do miss that um, emotional boost when you see people and you know and they're encouraging and mm-hmm. and it's just nice to have that along when you're tired andrea really thrives on that because like i think just being with me just makes her depressed no it doesn't <laughs> so she when she saw crystal like total surprise coming off of yale it was like and we had just gone through oh i i was i thought it would be okay so we've been working on getting down yale for years for forever and i was like okay look i really want to try this other route okay and she's like okay fine that's you know, pretty you unfamiliar to us and it started out great and it ended up being like a mile of like just logs everywhere i mean we must have crawled over a thousand logs you know he, so, he was like if, if you want to break up with me uh, over this i'd yeah, understand I, I mean it was <laughs> it was terrible you know i've never and, but it still ended up taking this as two hours like i just can't yeah beat the two same hours. time but anyway, so she was pretty depressed when we got down there. She fell in the creek on the creek crossing. And then we saw Joel and Crystal, and all of a sudden she was oh, happy. Man. So that was actually, it was nice that they surprised us there. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it perks up your spirits, and it's it's a new energy, and it's it's great to see those yeah. smiling faces. And But, yeah, I mean, what you guys did is just really incredible. And, uh, you know, I mentioned that I was going to be having this conversation with you guys, and I kind of explained what you guys did. And uh, this person said to me, and they're still together? (laughs) So now I talk to you guys now, it sounds like you have a great banter back and forth. But what was it like out there? And did you guys, like, sick? I mean, not sick of each other, but, I mean – Sometimes it gets old hanging out with well, the same uh, person for 70 funny. some odd hours. We always joke and um, say before anybody gets married, they have to do and they have to do something like this. And, 
and and they have oh, to hike for a great test. over 24 <laughs> hours together and that'll be that'll be the real test <laughs> yeah we definitely go through the whole roller coaster like of emotions it. you know like we i think in this in this last nolan's the first two days was pretty much a high because we yeah. were we were doing great firing also on all cylinders and then you know andrea had never really you know experienced, experienced like night. a second night without any sleep before it and we knew that was going to be hard and she was just kind of like from my perspective uh-huh. kind of pissed off i was, I was really <laughs> grumpy but i'm never i'm never grumpy to andrew it's always he's just gets the brunt of all my emotions so i'm sitting there cursing being pissed off groaning complaining you know and he just kind of has to deal with me <laughs> that's how i see it <laughs> yeah. so yep. we, you know yep. we get feisty, but we always manage to like <laughs> we do and yeah be fine yeah you know? we work yeah. really well together i think i think one of the key things is that we're very compatible um hike and we're very compatible and similar in our hiking styles and and the and how in shape we were we've really stick well together and our skill levels are very similar and so it's not um it's so so you kind of can take all of that out of the equation and which is really helpful i mean i think a lot of people because you know i have this history of all these 14er records and stuff is like they think oh well she had andrew and they sort of picture me out front leading the whole thing but what's really amazing right now is we're basically in the same shape and so you know, and, and in fact, like at the beginning, I, I was constantly having to tell Andrea to back off the pace a little because I knew she was going to blow me up if she kept going that fast. So we really are a good team in that, you know, when someone's hurting for whatever reason, the other person can pick up the slack. So, you know, when Andrea's dying in night two, I'm out front blazing, you know, yeah. figuring out where to go. But, you know, coming off of Huron, like right before night two in the heat, like I just got crushed. I just laid on the floor at Winfield. You know, we had set up this tent um, for us to go to. And um, and basically, I laid there while she cooked all the ramen and did all that stuff. And so, you know, we we're just a really good team. Wow. That's fantastic. Now, what was the training like for this? Andrew, I know you've done a bunch of 14ers before. And when you kind of first came onto the Northern team, you know, I, I did some research on you. This is a few years back. And I read that you were a stay-at-home dad and you were just doing like P90X and not running at all. And I thought, man, how is that possible? And, you know, years later, you guys did this together. Were you guys out training specifically for Holy Moons or this just like a feather in your cap? We, another long uh, you know, I, well, I would say like our training schedule has definitely evolved. Um, we definitely we knew that this summer our main goal was nolan's we didn't really think of holy nolan's until i don't know holy nolan's was that was was last like like we said that was was like it was like a possibility but to tell you the truth i didn't really think it was going to happen because i mean i once heard someone say no one's ever going to do holy nolan's going south to north because who's ever going to do nolan's and then decide to go on right and i i thought that was a really good point no kidding and so the, the, the Holy Nolan's part was really this last minute thing. And we had just, when we were loading up the, the van, we're like, well, let's just throw in a little bit of extra food just in case we want to go on to, 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 to Holy Cross. But so really the training was really just for, mm-hmm. for Nolan's. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, what was really weird this year was mm-hmm. when I was first 
coming up with splits for us. You know, I mean, Andrea's always been like, do you think I can do no? And she asked me over and over, do you think I'm strong enough to do this? Do you think I can do this? And I get really sick of it. I'm like, well, of course I think you're strong enough to do this. I'm Because I've always told her, you don't really have to be that fast to finish Nolans. You just have to keep going. Well, that's one style. Obviously, there's some people that go fast and then sleep. But for me, it's like you don't have to be that fast. You just don't stop, you know. And uh, And so anyway, when I was coming up with these splits, I couldn't quite get us under 60 hours. You know, and in fact, I had this one really unrealistic split for Columbia that was like 210. And Andrea was looking at that being, I don't think we can do that. I mean, that. I, on fresh legs, I did yeah. Columbia in exactly 210, the other, like, you know, a month ago. And I was like, how am I going to do Columbia in 210 coming off of 24 hours? It's just not possible. So, And it turns out that we ended up really right. exceeding our expectations wildly on that first attempt. And so then we had this, like, this, these amazing splits. And then we were like, oh, wow, you know, we can actually set a really good time. But I think the way we got there was, you know, actually, you know, we, we're not really training specifically for Nolans. I mean, it does help that we love to be in the mountains. And, yeah, and we did Our motivation and we did a, a few weekends where we went out there and did parts of the line. But really, we've kind of like adopted this, like our, our whole lifestyle. Like for me, my goal in life right now, I've, I've got this. It's, it's like a year and eight month streak going of where I haven't missed a workout for a single day. Now, granted. Some of these days, I've got this Whoa. wimpy 20-minute go-to workout. It's like a recovery from like one of those workouts. Sean T workouts, you know? <laughs> and uh, so I kind of have that one to go to like yep. if it gets late and I just am not going to get a real workout in. But it's like, so we're both coming into this, and we're, we have a really good base, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a base. Even when I did, like, the 14er record, I mean – at the end of the 14-year record, I was in great shape. But then I was also crippled, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I couldn't walk again for like a month. But, like, <laughs> I've gotten in shape now. We've sort of slowly built up that base. And so that's why I think we were able to do Nolan's. Why we were able to, you know, go for, you know, big hike two days later. And uh, and so right now we're just in really good shape, you know. And yeah. it's just by, just by keeping it, you know, I don't know, just sort of like this moderately steady training. Yeah, going, and I know? would say like, you know, the win like in winter, obviously it's cold. And so in the winters, we do a lot of like insanity workouts and, and a lot of times it's nice. So we live right by North mm -hmm. Table Mountain. So we'll go and we'll do North Table runs. And so that lasts all through the winter. So then when spring comes and when spring and um, summer kind of come along, we're sick of we're kind of getting sick of the running. We're getting sick of the insanity. So, and that's when it's like the perfect transition into getting out into the mountains because Andrew always says that running shape is different mm -hmm. than hiking shape. So it's like, you can be in this great running shape, but your hiking times can be slower or you can be in this great hiking shape and your running times can be slower. And, and, um, and so we'll kind of transition yes. When the weather gets nice, to we have um, Mount Morrison is right by us. So I think something that was really key for us, um, we always say like our hiking legs. You know, we had great hiking legs on Nolan's. You know, we were able to go and just consistently go and not take breaks. And so we really contribute that to um, hiking up Mount Morrison. We would do doubles on there and just go as fast as we can up two thousand feet and then back down and then do it again and. We would just go and not stop and see how fast we could do it. That that really was amazing because it was like we were running mm -hmm. and then we started just going to Mount Morrison, which is it's over by Red Rocks. If you're not familiar with it, um, you know, we live in Golden. 
and it's like this 2,000 foot okay. really steep climb. Okay. And uh, and so going over there, it's really mm-hmm. you can run it, you know, but it's it's so steep that actually what we found was that our if we just try to hike it fast with our poles, we actually beat our, our running time. Yeah, you know, it was it's, amazing. It's one of those trails, right? Where's that steep? And so that really whipped us in the hiking yeah, shape. It and did. All, like within like a week, I swear, all of a sudden we had these legs where we could just go and not stop and rest. And for me, that's key because you can be fast, but if you're having to like double over, well, you know, we both use poles, but if you are having to double over your poles and take a few breaths, then you're, you know, that's, it's really going to slow you down, you know, but if you can just keep that nice steady pace and never stop, it's amazing how fast your climbing times can be. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And so Andrew, I know that you're the king of like sleep deprivation and you're just good at it. Your body just adapts. Andrea, how, how did that work for you? And did you train to be sleep deprived? Out yeah. Well, I think night of no my, sleep? daily life is training for sleep deprivation because I'm a I'm a night shift nurse and so there's a lot of days Uh, where I come off of work and we'll go out and hike or I just won't sleep and well like for example um the other day I came off of work and I didn't sleep all day long and Andrew and I headed out we were going to go scout a route out um out in the mountains and I didn't sleep all day from coming off a shift and we're out there for you know i don't know six seven hours uh doing five thousand feet of mm-hmm. gain and coming back and i'm like wow this is really hard you know and i'm just every time i am going through sleep deprivation i'm always like up oh, training for nolan's <laughs> what is amazing what is amazing about andrea is <laughs> she's often with her work stuff done stuff where she's gone like 50 hours without any sleep and so You'd think that second night would oh, be wow. easy, but the difference is, is that in Nolan's, you know, you are going basically as hard as you can for those 50 hours. Mm-hmm. And so that does take it to a new level. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. like the second night I was yeah. like, oh my God, I'm tired. And I'm just like, I've never experienced going as hard as I can, not getting sleep, going as hard as I can, and then not getting sleep again. You know, it's different than just going 48 hours with no sleep laying on a couch you know you're going as hard as you can so that mentally is hard i know yeah mentally was definitely hard and i almost lost it completely but i i just kept my legs moving something that andrew has always taught me i mean i just love being his partner in the mountains because he's just taught me so many things that i've just adopted is it just doesn't matter you keep your legs moving you're you will make it through as long as you just don't stop. Keep your legs moving. You'll get through your lows. You'll get through your emotional disasters as long as you just keep moving. I mean, Mount Elbert was basically our night two. And I was, I'm pretty amazed at yeah. the pace she was able to go when she was that out of it. And she was even, she was really complaining about my route selection. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. just, I was like, this is great. Like, what are you complaining about? Like, this is the best like, I've ever done. So we, we skirted around Bull Hill and I was just like pissed off at the, everything pissed me off. And so I was like, why don't we just go up and over Bull Hill? He's like, you're crazy. I mean, obviously right now I understand that I was talking crazy, but I was just not happy. <laughs> <laughs> you're just looking for that sh- the shortest point yeah. from a to b yeah and at the time that's the thing yeah see at the time it makes sense i don't know if it's the altitude or what but when i've been out there for a long amount of time like my 
my brain isn't at its full capacity. I make decisions that mm-hmm. I wouldn't otherwise make. Is oh, that something oh, you guys have out there? You know, yeah. Or is it just me? You know, I find too, it's so weird because I never really react the same to the sleep deprivation. You know, sometimes night one can really kick my butt. You know, on my own, whenever I've done it on my own, okay. that night two is just a killer and I start hallucinating. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I don't think it's really hallucinations for me. It's my brain goes into like this pattern recognition. Pattern recognition. And so it's like everything I see, it looks like something else, you know? And so I, I just see things that are really crazy and bizarre, you know? And, um, but yeah, and then, you know, making decisions. Now, the good news about for us on Nolan's is that when you scout it as much as we have, and I mean, you should see if, if I turn the filters off, like my tracker and, and Andrea's trackers, you know, like so you could see all of our scouting routes on there. I mean, it looks like spaghetti all <laughs> Andrew over. Andrew loves the that. Every time he turns it on, like, he just, just laughs. Just, he just, just like, loves it. Like, 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 oh, one of the best is like between Harvard and Columbia. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, just, it's just spaghetti I've everywhere. Every single rock, you know, in between those two peaks. Yeah. And, um, you know, I noticed, I noticed you guys took the ridge between Harvard and Columbia this year, and that's something I've never scouted well, out before. What was that like? Worthwhile, I do think. Like so, but you can. Like, as oh, you yeah, think, you saved well, time. It saved we us did. time for sure. We did well, but you can screw it up big time. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and you know this has been like I feel like it's okay. been like a lifetime of trying on that on that thing. You know, Andrea and I have tried several different routes. You know, there's so many different factors you have to consider. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, like Sarah Hansel, you know, she's got this route where it goes east off the top because it's grass and she runs great down the grass. Right. But then you've got an extra several hundred mm-hmm. feet to go. You know, you drop down to like twelve thousand four hundred feet, you know, <laughs> it's but amazing. another advantage there is you can get water, you know. And so yeah. and, and, you know, so if, if you if you don't go down there, then you're away from water for a long, long time. So there's a lot of factors to consider if you're yeah. going to stay up high you need to be comfortable scrambling, you know, like class three, class four, you're definitely getting some class four, you know, and, uh, and so you want to be comfortable scrambling. And then, okay. you know, we weren't really expecting to be up there at night. And so, but, but, um, but we were determined mm. to not have to hike the extra 600 feet. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, I don't know how Sarah take, does it. She's amazing. We will take class <laughs> like, four, but no. we are not hiking an extra 600 feet. I am not feet. hiking an extra nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up being a really good time, you know, up there. And uh, and so I, w- I was really happy. I mean, I mean, I think we ended up. I mean, when I look at our splits, it was like two sixteen, which is pretty phenomenal for us. Like when we're you know in the middle mm-hmm. of the night and stuff. It was dark. So, but I would I would recommend it. So there's okay. so many options. So so like if you tried to stay on the ridge proper the whole way, um, I would probably well. I would yeah. recommend scouting that if you were interested in doing it, scout it. But I'd go from Harvard to Columbia because it's easier to follow that way, at least if you're staying on the ridge proper. The big problem is you get to this one obstacle, okay. and I think it's rated like a 5.7, and it's a no-go, basically, for me. Yeah. I'm not a good enough climber to do it. Um, and uh, and so when it, and usually we're Got doing it. the south to north, so we're going from Columbia to Harvard, and it's an uphill like climb. You know, like you're on the ridge. And it's actually, there's some cool knife edgy stuff. And then you get to this five, seven climb. And so in the past, I had this way where I would drop to the left and then wind around all these gullies. And which I didn't hate. That was, yeah. I mean, I, I was pretty happy with that route, but yeah, I still, I wanted better. And so then I thought about, well, 
you know, is there another way to do this? And so, you know, our friend Joel, he had another route that sort of like dropped to the right side. And so we tried that. And so I liked his route, but, you know, so we were kind of trying that in the dark, but then there's one spot where you have to drop down these huge cliffs. And so we just went back up to the ridge. So, I mean, I think the key going that way is really, it's just that five, seven move. So if you were actually going north to south, I think you might be able to down climb that thing. Because hmm. uh, I met this guy when I was scouting out there, mm. uh, scouting it, that, that he just down climbed it. He said there was like a small piece of rope there and he down climbed it. Now that would be awesome. But but I would recommend, so I think okay. what we did in the dark and what I think is the best route is it's sort of, it's on the east side of the ridge and it stays up kind of high, but it's not the actual ridge proper. Okay. So, so anyway, so, but I would recommend Got looking it. at that. I, I, I would for sure. Cause it's nice not to go down that far. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Kidding. Okay. No, I'm jotting that down. And I'd be That's happy to, uh, if you wanted to contact me and, and, and so, get my, my, um, the route that we took, I'd be happy to send that to you. Oh, for sure. Okay. That'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. That'd be awesome. Thank you. So I'm picturing this whole thing. And so you're out there by yourselves and you didn't have any support. So you must have had a car at uh, Blank's cabin. You dropped off. And then a car at Fifth Hatchery. You have another car. No, at you Holy know, Cross. that's so funny because we're kind of like wing it type of people. And so we knew that we didn't yes. have any. Buddy, we didn't have anybody waiting for us at Holy Cross. We didn't know what we were going to do. We didn't have a car there, and we were like, "Yeah." Do you want to we'll, know what my plan we'll was? Figure my, it my out. plan was, I was like, "Listen, it's not a big deal. We'll be done. Let's just hike down the road. You know, it's like ten miles." <laughs> and take and an Uber. We'll, we'll hitchhike. Well, I was like, "Yeah, we'll hitchhike." Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like Andrea yeah. definitely yeah. left me. Yeah. That's what had happened. Yeah. So yeah. well, and I am. Um, I used to live out there, and so uh, I have a lot of best friends out there. So. Okay. Um, I was like, yeah, someone will definitely come get us at some point in time. We'll be fine. <laughs> so she made a call on top of Holy Cross yeah. and was able to secure a yeah. friend that would come up and they brought us like a burrito. They brought us food and, and uh, it was yeah. so sweet. Yeah. So that was lucky, but it could have gone uh, a lot perfect. worse. It could not have gone smoothly. Yeah. Also, yeah, we could have been stuck trying to figure out how to get to our van. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Well, like, Just yeah, wing it, it right? You'll, you'll get there eventually. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Oh, so cool. <laughs> now, I'm curious. How did we you guys met meet? In 2012, I was hiking. Um, we met south. on top of a fourth. Yeah, I mean, we met on south. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we we met on South Maroon. It was my fourth uh, fourteen and we and I was with a friend, and I saw Andrew, and he had his. Um, he had his kids and he was with a friend who also had one of his kids with him and they were above us on South Maroon and we were, you know, looking up there and I was like, oh my gosh, like who is crazy enough to take their kids up South Maroon, you know? And I was like, that's just crazy. <laughs> and so then we, on the summit, we met them and Andrew was horrified that we were going to go back down South Maroon. He was like, you can't do one without the other. So I mean, he, I'm like, you know, if you climb north south maroon and not north maroon then you've done nothing yeah. because you have to come all the way back up for north maroon you have yeah. to do that so he was like you have to do the yes. traverse so yes. he took us across the traverse and i was like oh this is so cool yay my fifth mountain oh wow <laughs> <laughs> wow that's, that's an excellent story and so, 
So you have not done What's all that? the fourteeners at this point? Oh, oh she has. Oh, I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, have, I've done them. Done all the fourteen. Yeah, yeah, we. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you've done them all. There okay. are a few gotcha. she hasn't done twice. There's the San Juan's. Yeah, I don't get around to as much. So they're they're I'm they're kind of the lonely the lonely peaks out they just I, i'm working on getting them done for a second time but everything yeah. else i've done multiple times gotcha yeah it's yeah, kind of far away this actually this past summer we did a big trip in the weminuch and i'm actually working on the centennials right now um i want to get them finished up but we were doing um we got a whole bunch of mountains in the weminuch this summer which was a lot of fun it was a big trip so Mm -hmm. wow so cool so andrew i'm curious like what is your introduction to the quarantiners i think that you're a native of colorado have you been doing this since you were uh, a kid uh yeah how yeah, did it all I, start uh, i mean i still remember my first hike with my stepdad it was like july 4th 1986 and he had been this like big uh climber when he was younger and he just one day he's like i want to go hike you know not have the La is near Durango and he sort of just got his blood on that hike he really liked it um you know I fell down a snowfield that was like my you know introduction to hiking and uh and then he started climbing all the 14ers and uh and so he would drag us kids along with him when he would do it and so that's kind of how it all started for me okay okay so you had oh, done yeah, them all yeah. so at a young I, age um, so I did most of them you know, I um, probably like about 40 of them, you know, as a kid with my stepdad. And then, um, you know, I, I think it. it was like my last year of college. So I graduated from college and then I took my little brother who had also done, he had done like 35 or something as a kid too. You know, he started when he was three because he's a lot younger than me. And, uh, and so we just did a trip, just the two of us. Wow. And we finished all of our 14ers like in a couple of weeks. And then, and then the next year is when I went for the 14er record for the first time. And, and, and so, and then, you know, uh, and then, okay. since then, you know, after that, I did like the record where you, you know, you bike between them and, you know, I did that a couple of times because the first time yep. I, I had because of injury and then I was kind of done with them for a while until I had kids. And oh. then I just started taking my own kids up them, you know? Yeah. And now your well, kids have done them multiple times too, right? Twice. And, uh, you know, my, uh, my second son has done, you know, once and he, he ended up being the youngest and, you know, to, to do them all it's six. And that was never really my goal. He now, we, we joke about, we call it the determined dad award, right? Yeah. Because, you know, but that was never the goal. It was just like, he and his older brother really loved the mountains, you know? And so that's what we would spend our summers doing is just hiking a lot. And, uh, and then the next two kids, wow. you know, that they, you know, I sort of started hiking with them. They just never really liked it as much. And then I started going for these records again. And so my summers were sort of more devoted to training and stuff instead of with the kids. So I'm kind of sad because my third and fourth kids, they, they, they just don't love the mountains quite as much as the first two. Okay. Yeah. It's funny. The kids have to find a way to rebel nope. against their parents somehow. <laughs> so maybe that's it for them. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I know you've done, you know, all these different mountain adventures, you know, the Colorado Fortiners, you've done Snowlands, you've done Holy Nolans. This was your yep. second Holy Nolans, I believe. Um, you know, what's next? Do you have any other, 
any other like Fontina projects? Are you moving yeah. on? Yeah, well, we always we always have what's, we what's always have projects going in our heads, and yeah. it keeps us motivated, you know. So okay. I've had my my pipe dream yeah. for like five years has been to do a record on the Centennials, um, like and and so you know and so uh, there is this guy Justin Simone. And then a friend of ours, Rob Barlow, who they they both done it in in different varying styles on their bicycles, but I wanted to do like a fourteener record mm-hmm. style, like you know where I did it in under ten days on the Centennials, and so just in under in, twenty days, yeah, not 10. like just <laughs> ri- yeah, and like ridiculous speed, and I just don't even know if it's really possible because you know at the end of the ten day one, I mean I can barely you know survive, you know that's like just this death march, and you are just, just hanging on. And uh, so to add another 10 days to that, like, man, I just don't know if it's possible. And I've even I've been ready to go within like a week or two in the past. And then like there was one year I was ready. And then there was that big fire down in the San Juans. I don't know if you remember the train sparked it and they, they, they actually closed the San Juans down. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was right when I was going to start. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I've been putting this thing off for years. Yeah, now. we've always found reasons to put it off. So yeah. I told him I was like. After we get Nolan's this summer, like our next big project plan is to get you done with the Centennials. And we have a couple other projects, you know, here and there that we're thinking of doing, but nothing, nothing as big as the Centennials. Yeah. Yeah. That was daunting. I got to sure. find people yeah. that want to help wow. me for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And like, that's really like, where am I going to find <laughs> yeah. that? You know, so we've got, you know, Andrea and then, you know, and then, and then it's a matter of like, and... sort of like, yeah, patching together people that want to help for a few days here, a few days, days there, stuff like that. And that just gets really complicated, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's a little overwhelming, oh, but sure. if, can pull it off yeah. you know it would be pretty cool yeah i'd say our other big project that um yeah. we're definitely like gonna accomplish at some point in time in the next year or two is we really want to um just connect the saw watch and all its centennials as well so it's about 30 it's about 30 mountains and uh, so it's the 14ers and the high 13ers and okay. we started that a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and, and i got taken uh, out with tendonitis so yeah andrea's always played by tendonitis <laughs> yeah so we definitely learned a lot from that um we called it super nolans actually and we've learned a lot from it and we're definitely going to approach it differently. So we really hope to get that one um, under our belts as well. Yeah. 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 We, we have this super I love plan. It. And, you know, you know, you mentioned, you know, call me like the master of sleep deprivation and stuff like that. And I really don't feel like I am, um, yeah. but I definitely was uber aggressive there. And like, it was really dumb to start that thing off with like two days of no sleep. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So and we definitely are going to make some modifications. It's huge. There's a lot of centennials in the Sawatch range and like you've got your which is, uh-huh. it's not quite as far off as Holy Nolan's is on the North, but it's way off on the South, you know? So just to start off with Mount Uray and then there's all yes. these centennials in there. So that's really cool. That's sort of like following. We also did this cool route in the uh, Elks where we, so we did, the Elks, we called the Centennial Elks because it was all the Centennials and the uh, 14ers in the Elks range. And, we ended and, on Sopras, which... Oh, yeah, we added Sopras <laughs> just for fun. For fun. But uh, but that was a really neat route. And so we, <laughs> and so we really kind of like... You know, the 13ers are so cool, right? Because a lot of them are really rugged and, you know, they don't have trails. You don't see that many people up there. And so it is kind of fun to, to be moving on to yeah, 13ers. Yeah, and so... But it... 
you know, we do a lot of link ups, you know, so that's why Holy Nolans was just such a an obvious idea. I'm just like, well, let's just go get Holy Cross and finish up the Sawatch 14ers, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. So cool. So going back to Nolan's a little bit, um, you guys have done a previous attempt earlier in the year and it, it sounded like it was short lived. Andrea, I believe it was because you had yeah, uh, some yeah. breathing problems. On, um, Is that right? Going up, I was uh, going up Oxford. I was kind of, in a grumpy mood and I was because I was just noticing that yeah I, I was moving great but my lungs were more short of breath than they should have been my legs weren't burning I was like what's going on here and so I was just actually Andrew okay. mentioned earlier how with sleep deprivation each day you know every time it affects him differently you know our successful attempt our first and second days they were great we were on a high but on our failed attempt earlier in the year um i that first day after that that second day after that night of no sleep just kind of crushed me i was tired all day i was grumpy and andrew calls it like anytime and i'm a, i'm in a bad mood uh-huh. he calls it like oh day 2 on nolans you know like so it's just you know, I was just in a, in a bad mood and I didn't, and I was thinking a lot about like, well, what's going on with my breathing? You know, if I don't perform as well as I'd like to, I'm very competitive with myself. I'm not competitive with many other people. I'm very competitive with myself. And so if I don't meet my splits, if I don't meet my times, I'm really, I get really grumpy and pissed off. And so I was just wondering what was going on mm-hmm. with me. And then she'd actually asked me in the first night, she'd been like, you know, she was coughing a lot and having trouble breathing. And she was asking me if she, if I thought she could have hate. I was like, is this hate? And I was like, there is no way you have hate. That's not a possibility. Yeah. Like, you, so, I mean, I don't yeah. know if that's true, and but so, I figured yeah. the amount of time spent like, in the, the mountains. He's like, the amount of time spent, you know? like, I hate, that, that's not, she's like, shut up. He was like, I roll, you know, yeah. and then move on. So I was like, okay, so we didn't think anything. I should have thought, I mean, that should have been my warning indicator, though, that something was up because she was asking. I just, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was something in the air. There was the cold front coming through. I heard people, other people having lung issues, you know, who did other attempts around that time. And Mm -hmm. then it was Mm -hmm. headed down Elkhead Mm -hmm. Pass, Mm -hmm. going downhill. I was having trouble catching my breath. And I was like, what in the heck? Why is this happening to me? And I was, and then I started wheezing. And so then there were some people that had um, met us for like, you know, just some random people who were just like, oh, I heard you out here on Nolan's. And so um, I had it, and they kind of came up Missouri for like 15 minutes with us. And, um, and then at the top, I was just like, look, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go on or if I can go on. If we do go on, we would just be getting by. Like, I know I can have a good time on Nolan's and I wasn't sure that I wanted to just do Nolan's. I wanted to do my best and not look back with regrets. And so we were trying to figure out, you know, how we can get the inhalers that, you know, we're in our car and not for me, I've had breathing issues before so I had <laughs> okay. an inhaler but it was in our car at the yeah end. and so and I, I mean why would it. Andrew think to that I would need an inhaler I've never had breathing issues before and so we're on top of Missouri trying to figure all this out sure. and we finally figured out that we could get our inhaler from our car to the other side of Huron but we had to hike up and over Huron so we were like okay I was trying to be like look I got a Boxford I'm fine I can do this but 
it gets in your head, right? Like breathing issues are scary. It's not really something that I, I like I've experienced before. I didn't want to mess with it. I've experienced Andrew having breathing issues and it's scary. And so I think it got in my head a little bit. And so when we were hiking up here on, we probably got like 200 feet up and I was really inspiratory, expiratory wheezing. And I was like, look, I think we just need to quit. And so we did. And that was emotionally hard for sure. That's the nice thing about Nolan's though, is it's not like, you know, you have one shot at some race that, you know, comes once a year. It's sort of like, whatever, you know, quit, you can come back. You come back. And and that's, we didn't, that was like key for us. We didn't want to waste our fitness. We spent all year training for Nolan's. I was like, we're coming back. We're not wasting our fitness. It's going to happen. We're going to figure this out. You know, it's just, yeah. Nice. Well, that's what I was wondering is if it shot your confidence and you felt like this is an impossible task for me, but it sounds like you just put your head down. It was actually just the opposite for us because, well, you know, she had this, she's also got this lingering knee issue. And so she has to take, you know, prednisone in order to deal with this tendonitis she has. And then, and then she had this breathing issue. Mm -hmm. So once we went in and got the inhaler, then she, and then, you know, we had actually heard from Megan Hicks, you know, who, who had been the, uh, the girl who held the record for quite a few years. Um, she had been doing some training with some people yes. and said that this cold front that had come in, which had actually been super nice because it kept the temperatures down. Like when we were going up Princeton and stuff, mm-hmm. um, it'd been super nice, but apparently it brought in a bunch mm-hmm. of gunk into the air. And so mm-hmm. lots of people were having trouble breathing. And so we got the inhaler, but really we came out of it expecting to do better because we had just blown our expectations away with mm-hmm. our splits. So all of a sudden, instead of having a 5930 was our hope for time, we were able to, our, uh, you know, to, to, to put it to like, you know, just under 55 hours. Yeah, we were, split, we so. were actually, we, yeah. uh, we were not yeah. demoralized. I think at first it's embarrassing. Like you yeah, set you out, you hate to quit. Right. And so you set out with this big, you know, of everyone course. has these expectations of you, right? Oh, you're going to do it. And then you have to publicly be like, oh, sorry, failed. Like, again, again <laughs> right? Like, you don't want to, co- it's humiliating. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. you know, it just, it is, it's humiliating. End of story, you know? And so I came out of it being like, this is going to be a good thing. We are going to come back and we are going to come back stronger and we are going to do, and we're going to do it. And so it really put just like this, it just lit this fire under us, you know? It was the same thing for me when I did the 14er record. You know, I had, I tried it in 2014 and man, I was doing great. And then just like on day, like it was like eight and a half days out of 10, yeah. I got this injury and I tried, I mean, I tried to go on and in the end I had to throw in the towel with like, like 10 peaks left, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then, but the good news was you're able to put all that experience. My, my splits for the next year were just spot on for the just, team. Yeah. So. They never had to wonder where I was or anything like that. Yeah. And, and yeah, and so I came back and I did much better than I would have if I had just, you know, gone on and tried to finish the first year. And there was there was no more me questioning, wow. is yeah. this possible? Like I knew oh, yeah. beyond a shadow of a doubt that this was possible. Like, thank God I don't have to hear that question again. <laughs> do you really think I can do this? I'm like, yes, you can do it. You know? <laughs> so I mean, I knew. I knew. So uh, we knew that we were gonna come back and it was gonna happen. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. You guys are like the power couple of Nolans. I love it. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, so I'm curious about the routes as well. So going south to north, the first three peaks are pretty much standard. Um, going up 
Princeton. Oh, which way did you guys take up Princeton? For us. We orig- long time ago, we had this original route that I absolutely hated. Well, Andrea is sort of like the boss on Princeton, right? Because <laughs> I, I was, I was trying this okay. new route several times where I had seen. Well, because you know when I've been doing Nolan's for a long time, right? And it sounds like you've you've been in, into it for a while. And so mm-hmm. when you follow people, you're constantly seeing people yep. try new things. And so then it's like, geez, now I got to go scout out again. You know, the scouting's like, never done. It's never done, right? There's always somewhere else that you got to go scout, right? No. Uh, I'm so glad to hear you say that. I've been saying you can scout that uh, thing. Yeah. For oh, my Absolutely. oh, my gosh. It's never so ending. Glad. Like, it's a lifetime, right? And, uh, you know, I wish yeah. I was like that Joey guy <laughs> and I could just come out and crank it out in 41 hours and call it quit. But for me, you know, I mean, I, I still, I just, I, I don't know. I'm really drawn to, you know, it's close. It's in their backyard. I just really want to perfect the route. You know, it's, it's like this obsession. Right. And so anyway, I've seen people going north to south yeah. and they had tried a different way down Princeton that didn't take that car, sort of the, you know, the ridge. I don't know if you see, you know, you, you go west off of Princeton and then you turn left down the ridge. Yes. And it was one that just sort of went yep. straight down a scree gully mm-hmm. there. Right. And so, like, in winter, I had sort of played yes. with that route. And then, you know, I tried that a couple of times. And for me, it worked okay because I don't mind really steep, loose boulders, you know. And so I was, you know, trying to convince Andrea of, of that I hate route. that crap. But then she went out with a friend uh, one time, and she did sort of what I consider the old standard route, which is, you know, you start in Alpine, and you, you follow the trail up, and then you sort of have to bushwhack up to this little grassy rib, which gets you to that ridge. And then the ridge is a little. And then the ridge is like a little. Okay, and, and so she likes that way better. So we just go that way now. And I'm I'm coming around. I I mean I do like that, that way. The other way is just steep, loose boulders. There's no reason to go over there. You yeah, know? it just in yeah. like you know if I don't like something versus another route that I do like, my times are going to be better on the route that I like. You know. So and then yeah, the, yep. but Princeton yep. is also okay. you know that's Princeton is like for me was always the reason that south to north was better than north to south and it was because i remember i remember watching 100%. people all the time yeah. and it, they'd always be on like a record pace you know and on yale <laughs> they'd be kicking yeah. ass and then and then they'd go into right. princeton in the darkness and that would, and it be would the just blow them up blow them up <laughs> yeah Princeton's... oh yeah it's and it takes morning, all sir, night right? long and it's your second night right going that direction and and that's just hard and so i was always like okay so if you go south to north you can time it so that at least you're off princeton in the daylight you know and so that's yeah so so that's you know sort of like goal number one of the day is get off in the light but it's kind of like pick your poison because we have to deal with freaking oh yeah oh yeah and yale so and yale like i mean they're they're both beasts all of the dark peaks are just beasts but with with Princeton, with Princeton, we've also, yeah, yeah. you know, I think we do like the route we've been doing lately. Oh, yeah. Um, but I, I had several other routes that I liked better. But then Andrea, again, she went and checked out this other route where you kind of backtrack off the summit a little bit. And then you drop down and, and you basically do the entirety of Maxwell Gulch instead of what I would always do is drop down this ridge and this really steep crap crappy going you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like yeah yep. and and uh, anyway so now we yep. do like that way just going down maxwell gulch it, we seem to have better times going down that way yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. got it okay perfect okay 
So Princeton done, and then heading oh, out yeah. Yale. Which way did you guys yeah, go well, up? Oh, was oh, it Hughes so, Gulch? Oh, Hughes Gulch. Yeah. Oh, is that what you you called it, Hughes? I'm because I'm not familiar with the name. Um, Hughes Gulch. Yeah, oh, I think okay, that's what I've been hearing people call it. You no. Know, so for me, for a long time, it was well. You know, people would try the East Ridge, right? And I think I did that once, and it was a disaster. Like, the thing is this never-ending nightmare in the dark, you know? And so so then what I tried, I'm like, well, screw that. I'm like, let's let's just – I'll just hike up the road for three miles, and I'll go to the standard trailhead. And so that's what I did. That's what I did for quite a while. Oh, sorry? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, Danny Creek. No, so, Danny so Creek. I would do that. So like when I did my self-supported attempts, you know, like five, six years ago, you know, I hiked up the road, which I have to say it sucks because yeah. you know, when you come off Princeton, you have miles and miles on the Colorado Trail. And then you've got three miles up the paved road, yep. which to me is just torture. But and then three more miles on the paved yep. road up to Denny. You know, at that time I'm so insanely done with just the flat in the road, you know, but the good news about that way is now you're on the standard route of Yale, so you don't have to use your brain, you know, which is great in the middle of the night. Um, but it's still it's going to take you an hour yeah. to go up those three miles, and then it's probably going to take you. I mean, if you're moving strong, at least two and a half hours up the standard route, so that's like three and a half hours there. And that's only if you're strong. In practice, it's always like four. So I don't. I think it was an idea. Holy Nolan's going north to south. That I. I tried, it was similar to that huge gulch, except there's like this little sort of shortcut rib off of the East Ridge. And when I went down that way, I just noticed that, you know, the trees were, were kind of wide open and I kind of like that way. So, you know, my variation is, um, yeah, you know, I've seen other people, they do some things slightly different than I do, but yeah, it's basically shortcuts the East Ridge route. Yeah. And man, we just nailed it yeah. this time. Like our time up, Yale really there was no way you could hike up the road to Denny and then beat that time yeah. you know so the the, the hard part wow. is is that okay. you know just the way we time it you usually are going to hit that in the dark and there's definitely some bushwhacking to do in the dark you know so mm-hmm. you just have to be confident that you're going to be able to navigate that and but it is wide open for us so it's not as bad as the other side of Yale which is just always a disaster yeah. Well, yeah, you you guys said that you went down a different yeah. way, um, down Yale. Was it? Uh, uh, so no, it wasn't the airplane gully. I tried the airplane gully in 2014, and I hated it so much that I've never even, <laughs> I've never scouted that with Andrea. So she's never even seen that. <laughs> never seen it, and I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, I don't need to see it. No, there's some ah. disadvantages to that route for sure. And <laughs> the, well, the, the the best the best advantage I think to that route of the airplane gully is that it lines you up with this, that nice little grassy rib to go up Columbia. You know, it lines you up perfectly. And right. it, it sort of comes out right at that trail junction, which would be a good spot for crew to meet you. It's a good, obvious spot. You know, so, so exactly. that's the advantage of, of that spot. Yep. The disadvantage of going all the way down there is, you know, you just dropped an extra five, 600 feet that you didn't need to. And so, you know, as I mentioned, you know, on Harvard, okay. Columbia, Andrea and I don't like to do extra elevation if we can help it. Right. So, so I've, you know, so I've tried mm-hmm. several variations of the other way with Andrea, you know, one of them I use in the 14 er record dropping straight down this like avalanche terrain. Bridge. And, um, you know, so yeah. And then 
trees and the logs. And then there's another one where we head west on the ridge for a while. And actually, for a while there, after our night on Yale, we're like, we're definitely taking the ridge from now on. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> it, it's nice because it gets you into these wide open tundra. And you can just kind of run down. It's really nice. You but you tundra. spend so much time on the ridge. Yeah. So that's okay. the disadvantage. You spend like a half hour on this ridge. Yeah, it's a half an hour waste to, of time. Get to the tundra. So then you turn downhill. And then you have nice tundra mm -hmm. and there's a little bit of trees, but it's not terrible like the other spots. And so, but then yes. you get to the trail and now you got to run down the trail further. So in the end, it takes two hours. And so I've been trying to beat two hours and I just can't do it. <laughs> and so this, this other time there was this guy, we were watching Avery, you know, he was doing this run. So I didn't see Joey's route when he did it. Um, Cause Andrea and I, we were just finishing up our first mm -hmm. attempt actually this where we didn't make it. And, uh, and so, but I was watching Avery, was trying to beat Joey's time. And this guy was fast. And he got down. He got down mm -hmm. in a half an hour. <laughs> we were I, like. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? And, and so the <laughs> one point that pinged was this spot that I had scouted in the past. And I was like, you know, I do have this route that I tried. Let's try this route that I tried a long time ago. And I never went back to that route, and I didn't remember and we why. Know why now. Yeah, no, it's just shit. I, so I don't know how that guy's getting yeah. down in a half an hour, but yeah. I would love to find that. So that's yeah. one of those spots yeah. I got to keep going back because, man, did we? Oh, was there a lot just, of trees? There was just so many. Oh my gosh, it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's all that deadfall and it's just wet feet well, and, and it's Andrew, just yeah it's I just a nightmare pretty much like when we were in there i just kept i was like what is the term for this it's just trauma like that forest, forest trauma has experienced so much trauma <laughs> it's just it's unbelievable yeah. like <laughs> there is just nothing that you'll ever uh, see I'm, like there, there had to have been some massive event right to cause all that tree fall or something it's just horrible i i don't yeah i don't know if it's just avalanche over the years or what but yeah you're right it's yeah. just horrible and, and i like the forest i like that but, name. but you know so i you know i am curious to go try the airplane gully again because it's been so long and that was like the first way i ever tried that and i did i just i remember it starting out yeah. great and then just ending up sucking in in fallen trees again but it it couldn't be nearly as bad. Like I remember because yep. I'm worried about time and we were sailing down and we were making great time. And then the tree fall started. And so I pulled out my phone just to, you know, look at, make sure we were still on the route that I had marked. And, um, and we still had a mile to go of that. And I was like, Oh my God, like a mile, you know, uh, of just nonstop trees. So probably when he was like, yeah, I'd understand if you yeah. broke up with me. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, but you survived Yale one way or another, and then going up Columbia, you did right. the standard yeah. route up yeah, Columbia. Exactly. So the way we go down, so instead of having your point be that um that trail crossing, there's a river crossing. And it's got this huge bridge across it, right? So, right. It, 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 so that's what you aim for. Yes, and yes. then at the river crossing, you kind of turn left, and you more or less you can follow the river mm -hmm. um, up, up and up until you hit the actual until you hit the trail. Yeah, the, the Harvard Columbia Trail. And you know, now, so now the new trail, it's good. You know, it's a solid trail. But you know, honestly, it's not. You know, it's not super ideal because of all the switchbacks, right? It's not so, the most efficient. Yeah, I, I feel like 
you know, I do like that grassy rib because you can just go straight up it, you know. But that said, yeah. we did have a great time. Okay. Yeah, like, we did great. I mean, we, we had to do a stop to get, you know, like water and stuff like that. But once we got moving, it was it was just over two hours to get up Columbia in the dark. So, yeah. you know, that was amazing. You know, so we were happy with that. So and, and like I said, at least you're not going down an extra 500 feet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Okay. And then took a ridge over to Harvard. It sounded like that was kind of a yep. treat, saved you guys some time, yeah. but you're not able to get water. So did you guys prepare for that? Were you guys yes. planning on taking yeah, a ridge so, ahead of time? You know, but, you know, Andrea and I are also really good at going without food or water for a long time. Yeah, it's, that's probably one of our strengths that we're not so proud of, right. but we're still yeah. proud of it. <laughs> we just don't feed ourselves like we should, you know, yeah. like, and so like the first time we tried Nolan's this yeah. year, and we didn't make it, we were going to, we were going to fix this problem. And yeah. so we had all this food, all these, you know, thousands of calories of food because, you know, we had planned it out per hour. You're supposed to eat this many calories and, yeah. and drink this much water. And man, we had so much food in our packs that we didn't touch, you know? So, so, um, you know, so uh, it's, you know, so okay. we're pretty good and, you know, and, but we still, we're making use of every water source. You know, so every time we get to a water source, we try to chug, yep. fill ourselves up as much as possible, um, you know, and then and just, yeah, we just have to be prepared okay. for times when you might be without water for like six hours, you know. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And are you guys carrying any sort of like powdered yeah. calorie mix or what are you guys using for food from out our there? Last attempt. So, so I'd say the amount of food left over was really from our chips and crackers that we had. We, our, our last attempt, we really we're getting our calories from powder and goo and our sugar blocks or whatever. Um, and so this time around, we, I think we had mentioned this before. Um, we kept a lot of our solid, most of our solid foods in our gear supply that we had stashed. And so when we would come to our stations, we would eat our solid okay. food, but on the trail, we, we did really well with the powder. Andrew, I know that I won't eat the powder if I'm in charge. And so Andrew was in charge of the powder. He had, you know, every time like he would fill our water bottles up with the powder, you know, he was really good at keeping on top of that. Andrea is funny because in normal workouts, when we're not doing like no one's, she's like so annoying. She'll never take the powder. <laughs> I'm like, just take the powder, but she yeah. doesn't like how it tastes and all this <laughs> stuff. But you know, when you're hurting enough, the powder all of a sudden tastes amazing. Yeah, it tastes good. And you know it's fuel, so you take it. And so that was a lot of our cal where our okay. calories came from. The other was from, like, the honey stinger waffles and the energy chews and the goo. That was – and some Snickers. So that was the majority of our calories on the trail. You get really sick of the sugar. So the powder is really nice. And then we really were looking forward to the ramen. Well, I was. I think – the second day was uh, was harder to choke down the ramen because it was like a thousand degrees outside. But um, but it's you look forward to that solid food that's just not pure sugar that you're just choking down on the trail. And that that's basically the whole reason we did this self supported versus unsupported. Because as far as I'm concerned, I mean I'd be happy eating that powder for days, you yeah. know. And um, but 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 if you want to have some, mm. and that's how. You know, um, you know, if you're going to do it unsupported, you're pretty much going to be 100% powder because otherwise you just, you know, you, you're not going to be able to, like, we met this guy um, at one point when we were training, this guy, Josh Sanders, who was about to go unsupported. And it blew me away because his unsupported 
pack versus mine, it was so small. <laughs> his his unsupported pack for the whole thing was like six or seven pounds. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Which that blew me away. Mine was 15 back in the yeah. old days. And I swear it was mostly full of just powder. But um, so, you know, he had specifically calculated <laughs> out the amount of powder, you know, but you just, and then Joey did like, I mean, I think mostly powder and a few Oreos or something mm-hmm. he said, but, but um, don't quote me on that. But, um, yeah, yeah. but so if you want to do unsupported, you're going to be on powder. You yeah. Know? I you mean, gotta, there's just no other way. You can't way. be picky I, I with your food and yeah. what you want and who you want you cooking for you. I would think I could be proven wrong by someone, but, but that's it in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, um, but if you want to have some solid food and Andrea for her having the warm ramen, you know, which is annoying because we have to get out the jet boil and we have to, you know, heat the water. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask oh, yeah. is if you guys are yeah, cooking so it on the fly time, or if it was you know, pre-cooked. Like we don't have someone there okay. to do it for us. And then, and then you've got yep. this like, burning hot ramen that you have to wait for it to cool down you know and and so yeah it's, it's a lot of work and, and actually the second stop like in winfield when we had ramen mm-hmm. so we had two we had it at avalanche in at winfield it was like 100 degrees outside the tent and like the yeah. last thing i wanted was yeah. ramen i know but, oh. I, yeah. but I, I was adamant i was no like kidding. i want the freaking for ramen. her it's, it's like a big emotional boost to get some warm food you know so that's not something I'm going to question. Got it. Right? I mean, if she gets a big emotional boost from getting ramen, <laughs> then we're going to have ramen, you know. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. 100%. All right. So, let's see. Down Harvard is pretty standard into Pine Creek, up Columbia. Uh, Oxford, yeah. No, not right. Columbia. Uh, Oxford. Uh, Belford, uh, on the way to Missouri, did you guys? Yeah, get the ridge you know, and I'm, I'm discovering. I think more people are starting okay. to take the ridge, and and that's right. And that's another. Yeah, one I think so too. I've really evolved on over time, and I've watched people with all the different variations. You know, and um, you know, it all stems to good. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerry Roach. You know, he's got the best fourteener book out there, as far as I know. You know, as far as the guidebook. But on that one, he specifically writes in the description is like he reserves that ridge for his nightmares because of the loose rock, you know. So and and so, you know, you're taking it from Roach. I mean, you probably should listen to Roach because he knows what he's talking about. Right. And so, I mean, that was basically off limits for years, you know, and I remember the first time I did that with my stepdad when I was a kid, we did the East Ridge, you know, and I, and I didn't think it was that bad. And uh, but but then for years. You know, there were basically three options. You know, you can drop all the way down on the standard route. You drop like six or 800 feet. I forget exactly how much and get on the standard route up Missouri, you know, which is just sucks because then when you gain the ridge, you've got so yeah. far to go on the ridge. It's just terrible. So the really good runners, the people that yeah. don't like scrambling, that's usually where they go. You know, they go down there. So and they can do it fast. I'm always impressed. I mean, it's but, amazing. But they got to work. But they're working for that. You know, they're working for that. So. Another option is from Elkhead Pass, you know, you can drop to the south side of Missouri and there's a trail for a little ways, but then you have to leave the trail and then, you know, go, you know, Talus Hop for a while to the ridge that connects a 13er called Iowa with Missouri. Mm-hmm. And then you can go up that way. And that way's not, not bad either. Um, you oh. know, like when I've done that way, my time's not, not terrible. It's not the most efficient. It's not the most, you know, you're giving up an extra 500 feet again, probably, you know, to drop down there. Um, another, another way I've tried okay. that definitely works best South to North is, and I've tried this variation and I mean, all the 14 records I've done and I've screwed it up so many different ways, but what you do is you go along the ridge <laughs> until you get to, 
the obvious, you know, okay, this is where the hard stuff starts. It's mm-hmm. super obvious, right? And then there, instead of going up the hard stuff, you sort yeah. of go to the left on the cliffs. And you stay at the base of the cliffs. And as you're going around the base of these cliffs, at some point, you pick a gully to go up. And I mean, in the past, I've screwed up that route so many times, you know, like I've accidentally, you know, because I always like jump the gun and go too early and then I cliff out and it's just always a disaster. Mm -hmm. And then I learned patience. And then what you have, Mm -hmm. you just keep going until there's no more goalies (laughs) and then you go up and then it's like the loosest (laughs) boulders. And it's sort of like being in scree, but they're bigger boulders and every step feet above you they're shifting you know so it's super annoying so finally Mm. you know back to my friend joel again who um he you know he had tried that route and he was like you know i tried it and he's kind of a big climber and he was like it wasn't so bad and so he told me that right before i did snowlands you know so in winter time the winter i i get there in the dark you know there's 60 mile an hour winds going on it was it was insane you know you couldn't stand if you were on the wrong side of the ridge and so I tried following his instructions in the dark, and I was sick. It had taken me like six hours to get from Harvard to Oxford, which is insanely long, you know. And uh, and it was a total disaster. I mean, I I was like, you got to be kidding me! It's like you get to this like flat iron and this like horrible knife edge ridge, and uh, so I was like, that is a no go for sure. But finally, this spring we got out there and we tried it again, and. It's good. It was it was great. It was like, good. Yeah, you know, right? Yeah. 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 And we found it was pretty solid, but we went to the left of, you know, yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. That, that right. one spot. So, that... yeah, so there's this first head wall you go over, which is like, you know, maybe maybe it gets to class 4, but I would say it's mostly just kind of loose class 3. You know, so 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 it does probably have a couple class okay. 4 moves, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not that bad. So if you're comfortable scrambling, it's it's not that bad. And then you get to this you kind of climb up over that and then now this is where we don't actually go ridge proper here for a while there are some there is a karen route you can kind of pick up pick up and so we sort of follow the karens and so we're kind of skirting the ridge for a while on the left hand side of yeah. the ridge or the south side I was, before i went with andrew to scout this out i was kind of nervous because he kept telling me about this one spot that's really exposed for about oh, yeah. 20 feet oh, and yeah. so yeah on the other so side. yeah so when we so when we went um when oh it was with who was it with that Eric showed Solomon. us yeah. Yeah, yeah um someone had showed us kind of that we can you know he was like oh because well, and... the way i had found was you cross over to the right or to the north side of the ridge for a second and then you know there was this one really exposed 20 foot ledge you had to go across so and then this just, other guy was like, what are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, he was like, like you don't have yeah, to do that. So it was and, nice that we, you know, we were able yeah. to stay, you know, on the left and just, and so we found it was pretty solid. You're yeah. kind of scraping loose rock off of the solid rock uh, for quite a bit of it. But generally, yeah. I mean, it's definitely class four, but it's, it's great. It's route. fine. And I mean, I definitely would rather go up it than down it. So like, yeah. if we try yeah. this again, north to south, then you know, ugh, you know, there is a couple spots there where I'm not super thrilled about, yeah. but going when you're really not bad, but it's just, it's going to require a scout, you know? And, and so once you get over that obvious hard part, then, um, then really it's not too bad. You just have to have to pay attention and you will find some Karens and stuff. So, you know, it's definitely more advanced. And then the other thing to keep in mind, is you're going to be tired when you get there, you know, it's like, 
you're at least a day and a half into it, maybe even in your second night. You know, I mean, I've hit that in the dark right. before when I've been a little slower. Yeah. And so that is a factor, you know, um, to keep in mind, you know, when you're scouting it, you're probably fresh. And so if you're tired, are you making good decisions? You know, you, you definitely want to factor that into whether or not you're going to go that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. And then, so by the time you guys summit Missouri, are you feeling pretty yeah. good about this? Like Andrea, like this is further well, than you made it last made time, it, right? Like a little bit up hard, uh, um, Huron. Oh, yeah. you made it a little ways but, up here on. We, I think okay. when okay. I decided that we were going to do this, that was kind of on Harvard, actually. We summited Harvard. I was feeling really good. The sun was rising and we had made it further than um, we had before, t- like in terms of our time. And I was just like, Andrew, we're going to do this thing. Like we're going to do it. And actually we went into our second attempt um, not telling anybody. And so we didn't, we didn't know how my leg was going to hold up and we just didn't want that, you know, humiliation of quitting or having to tell people, oh, you know, we're going, we're going, we're going. And oops, we're quitting. Yeah, she so, was complaining about her, her knee, like a couple of days in advance. And I'm like, well, let's just not go. Yeah. And then once we said, we sort of decided, well, look, we could start it. And then if your knee hurts, let's just quit and just call it a training day. Yeah. And, and we I don't even like, have to announce just, it to yeah, anybody. So it's not like a big fail. We're not telling anyone. Usually. And it's funny because usually we do these like videos on top of Princeton's our, our mountain. That's like where we update people. We do these videos and, and, you know, it seems like in the past couple of times when we've done videos on Princeton, we've always ended up quitting whatever we were attempting. So I was like, no more Princeton videos. We're not telling anybody. And then finally, when we got to Harvard, I was like, Andrew, we're going to finish this. We're going to do this. We both feel so good. Like the second night's going to suck, but we're going to get through it. And and our times were great at that yeah. point, you know, and we were, yeah. and Andrea had had this amazing like night, you know, mm-hmm. and second day she'd been super positive and, mm-hmm. and she, that was her big lesson. I was super annoyed nice. after the first attempt at how grumpy she was on the second day. So yeah. she was like, she came into this and she's like, I, was like, I will not I am be grumpy. Be positive on that second day. <laughs> yeah. So and, and so it was amazing. Yeah. But, but so, you know, I thought that we would post our attempt on Missouri because that was kind of just like, a, you know, that was a significant peak for us because that's where we decided basically that we were going to quit. Um, on our first attempt and so um and so it was actually on harvard where we posted our attempt and we said that we were going for nolan's and that we're already a day in and if you wanted to follow us yada yada mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. wow so cool so you had to have been feeling pretty good by Missouri. Um, and well, then there's a couple of the, options. Pretty much yeah, the standard so, trail so down to Quosi Lake, I'm guessing. Um, one option is um, like, yeah, it's sort of like the standard way you come up. It's like the grassy ridge. And okay. then, you know, once you get to the Missouri's Ridge, it's like a mile to Missouri. Um, there's another ridge, which is kind of like crappy, loose rocks, um, you know, down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like what you do is, is, is when you leave Missouri, instead of going on the ridge that heads, sort of heads to the right – sort of in the northwest direction you head to the left in the southwest direction towards a centennial cut called iowa and uh and then you just drop down this like loose crappy you know there's some scree in there but it's a lot of big just loose boulders and so but it's steep and so you can get down pretty quick 
you know, and uh, and uh, so that way, you know, we've been choosing that way yeah. for a while. Yeah. You know, if you if you were Got tired, it. I'd probably go the other way. Yeah. You know, if you were if you were mentally exhausted or it was dark, I'd probably just go the other way on the trail. But if you're you know feeling strong, I, you can go a little faster just because it's so steep and direct. You know. Sure. Yeah. No, we're no, still no, we're, we're still in the light. We're, and, and, we're still like afternoon. Yeah, yeah we're moving fast correct? enough, and, and we were super night? excited about our how fast we were moving, but. Yeah. Like, cause like I said, for me in the okay. past, like uh, my big fear has been getting off Missouri in the light. Like that's always been the big goal. And then a secondary goal would be getting up Huron, right? Cause Huron's kind of rugged, but man, I mean, we were there. It's probably like only noon at this point, yeah. you know, we yeah. had plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Nice. Okay. And then up Huron, um, I'm, I'm guessing that's just pretty, pretty standard. Yeah. Right? You just uh, head up into that basin. And I don't just think so. I just remember for me, just make your way up. a long time ago. There's no secrets with Huron, really, is there? Jenny LaForme. So I don't know if you've heard of her, but um, she is married to this guy, Eric Robertson. And so Jenny LaForme, Eric Robertson, and John Robertson were sort of big Nolan's names. Like John Robertson held the record for like 12 years. Um and then his brother did it. And then Ginny, for a long time, she was the female that had gotten oh. the furthest with like nine peaks. And that helped. That, that stood for a long time as like the best attempt by a woman. And <clears throat> so she came along. It was, it was years later. And she was giving it another go. And uh-huh. she had, you know, um, a, <clears throat> a track with waypoints on it. And I was just, wa- I figured I should watch this because these people have spent a lot of time on the course. Like, you know, these were the people out there pioneering the Nolan's route, yeah. you know, back when y- there was no clue where to go, you know, and you just completely had to make this up. And I actually learned a lot just by some of the names of their points. And, and it's funny because we've discovered some yeah. of them recently. Yeah. Like there's one going up Yale called Spiky Tree. Yeah. And I was joking about it with my friends on a scouting trip this year. And I was like, yeah, you know, they had this like checkpoint called Spiky Tree. And it was so, literally right in front yeah, of us. It was right so funny. I'm saying this, and, and so I've always picturing some like dead pine with all these yeah. like spikes, you know, off of it. Yeah. And our friend Rob was like, oh, look, the but, pointy tree. But there was one. Tree, it was like a single spike. Yeah. And so we were like, oh, my God, that's it's spike tree. Yeah. That's and so we found it was their point where they leave the trail yeah. to take the shortcut up Yale. Ah. You know? And so there's another one in, in um in on Huron they call Big Cube. Yeah. And once you get to the basin, if you look up to the right, there's this giant I mean, square boulder. boulder. And you kind of, you know, one option is to make your way up to that boulder. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, but getting so up there, the, finding the trail, getting up to that point is, you know, it took a okay. little bit of work, but. Yeah, you have to be careful in those trees. You know, you can screw that up. But I have definitely noticed over the last five years. Oh, there it, is a trail now. It's a lot easier to yeah. follow. You know, oh, the, yeah. Much easier. Th- there was this old guidebook by uh, Lou, Lou There's a trail. It was a um, 14ers yeah. guidebook that you could get in two volumes in. He actually had a route to go up here on from there. You know, Roach's book doesn't have one for for going up that 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 same spot that we use in Nolan's. Um, but Lou Dawson's guide had a route, and there was an old trail. But it used to be so okay. hard to follow in the trees. It was it was just it was a real challenge, especially here on in the dark. But now it is a solid trail, and there's a couple spots that are a little hard to follow. But it's so much easier than it used to be, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. You just, and then I've also noticed on the bottom, I think a lot of people are just going straight up this avalanche chute. 
Um, I haven't scouted it. That's another one of those things. Like, oh, you got to go scout something else again. But um, that's another option I'm looking at there. So even with Huron, yeah, it's pretty standard, but there's still at least a couple of things I got to check out in there, you know? Okay. Okay. Got it. Cool. And then, yeah, so this this, at this point, you're in the the dark. Right. By the time you're going up here on the summit of La Plata, we were not yet. We were watching the sunset on top of La Plata. Whoa. Okay. Ah, beautiful. Okay. Okay. So backing up a little bit, going up La Plata, uh, it's usually a mammoth peak. By the time well, you're going south, I will tell north, you so. That, I've uh, had many a milestone, or where did you guys head at? Like you said, going south to north, typically that's your night number two. It's La Plata. And so it's just a killer. And it's funny because I'll tell everybody, oh my God, you know, yep. oh, yeah, yeah, and it's like, you better be careful. Wah, you know, there's wah. all these, all these like false summits yeah. and like bumps you can get lost and people go up there i don't know what you're talking about like that was a piece of cake like yeah yeah. but so me i have it in my head it's this like monster this goliath peak and (laughs) and, um it's just yeah everyone else is like yo that guy's that was like one of our Uh scouting trips we started la plata at like 10 p.m um and andrew was just like now it's just gonna be horrible all this and you know we're fresh on like on a fresh legs and we got up there in like two and a half hours and i was like uh want 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 nothing like Andrew said <laughs> so we had oh wow oh yeah and, yeah. and the key for us was that's because good. we were moving so fast that's gotta feel good we gotta though. do the climb of la plata in the light yeah that was nice. and and that makes a difference you know so i mean and we did kind of waste an hour in winfield because i I was actually, I think I had my lowest That's point in the whole thing coming down Huron because it was hot and freaking Huron has so many switchbacks yeah. and I don't know. It's I didn't bane to our existence. Yeah. I was just like, you know, I was tempted to like try to figure out how to, how to cut yep. them. But honestly, I was too tired to even try to cut the switchbacks. And it was funny. There were these people in front of us that were at this. Oh my gosh. They, they oh, yeah, had this like spectacular that. hiking pace because we started running and we couldn't we catch them. We were running. They okay. were right in front I of was, us. We couldn't catch them. I was digging deep trying to run, you know, because. <laughs> You know, that's where we lose time on other people is like other people are such great downhill runners, especially on trail, you know, right? That's and where so, we lose all our time. Yeah. So I'm digging deep trying to run. And these two people are just hiking down the trail and I'm not getting any ground yeah. on them. So, so I just we throw like, in the towel. Screw it. We're just going to finish I'm, hiking. I'm hiking down these damn switchbacks, you know. I mean, yeah. So yeah. so that was – and then it was just so hot. And so we got down to our gear supply. So Winfield was a big one. It wasn't just a bear bin. We had actually gone in and set up a tent in the field. There's a big field there. So that way we'd have a place we could go inside. And, you know, in, in the jet boil was sort of already okay. set up and ready to yep. fire up and stuff. And uh, I, so I just laid on the ground and, like, messed with a blister that I had. And uh, it was okay. a super low. Yeah. And, uh, and Andrea was doing great. And, oh, yeah. And I forget, you know, she completely overate. Oh, though. yeah. So my biggest mistake there was, like, I just stuffed my face. I ate everything. Everything in our bin and everything in my pack, I was just like shoveling in. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing that. Which is actually, you know, a lot of people's problem when they do something like analysis, they can't eat and they stop eating. <laughs> I know. All I could think about was the food, the Oreos, <laughs> the chips. I can right. freaking eat, man. But then she could barely walk. Oh, yeah. Up the road. Yeah. I had like, it was like food up to my lung, ripped 
cage. Like I could not. So that was, it was horrible. So yeah. it was so slow. We were so slow because I had to digest my food. Like I could not breathe. I couldn't walk. I was like, this is a disaster. But but once we got to sort of the end of the road, it was like the food had sort of at least like the lungs could expand yeah. and and we could start moving uphill. And then but because we got to do La Plata in the lights. It was just a totally different ball game, you know. Yeah. And so the battle for us didn't really begin until we were going down the plot. Yeah, and it's like, and it's crazy because you're doing good, you're doing good. The sun's up, and then literally darkness hits, and it's my body, my mind, mental switch. Like it's unbelievable. It's like as soon as darkness hits, bam, my eyes are sleepy. I'm tired, and I'm like, uh, how in the hell am I gonna get? these two peaks in i don't know <laughs> and that trail really really annoyed me actually we we were kind of pissed at every single mountain with yeah. Huron on. Yeah. Yeah, we, we were just, just pissed at him like going down like well part of that trail sucks and i'm so angry at the people that designed that stupid trail like <laughs> all they had to do was put a beautiful little trail right on the ridge all the way down it would have been perfect but no we're gonna go off we're gonna put in all these totally unnecessary switchbacks yeah and it's all so slippery and because it's on the side like all these boulders have fallen down obscuring the trail and it was just torture like that the going down the plata for mm-hmm. me and again if you go there you'd probably be like well i don't i didn't notice anything mm-hmm. bad here it's mm-hmm. fine you know? yeah but for me, well that's like, like yeah. it was when we had done that fresh and scouted it fresh it was nothing like i remembered i was like i remembered myself running down this and I, this i was like what in the heck this is awful so oh yeah right, absolutely yeah. Yep. Uh, isn't that so funny it's just where yeah, your head's at yeah. you know yeah, the absolutely. easiest the easiest trail is yeah. like why is this so difficult this is the hardest thing i've ever done it's just where your head's at at the time yeah. And then Albert, what I mean, so you're done with La Plata, so you still got like 20-ish miles to go. That's still a long ways. Albert and Massive, there's yeah. still huge, huge peaks. <laughs> um, you know, you're yeah. full of food, Andrea. I can't. Um, well, we knew. We knew. Uh, what was, was that like? Was it, it was where were you guys because, head at that you know, point? First of you all, pretty good? you know you know, with all the experience we have, you know that wherever you're at in the second night, that's going to be what's hard, you know? And so, of course, it has to be Elbert, which is just a monstrous climb from that side. And then you've got, you know, you're just, I mean, it's just, once you get up there, it's still so far away. I Mm -hmm. mean, you just, it's just, you you never reach the summit. And so we had actually been, I had been hoping that we could break 53 hours and finish in the 52s. And we'd actually been battling this for a while. We didn't, in the end, we didn't quite make it. But we, at this point, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying, I'm worried about, five minutes here, five minutes there. And all I want to do is nap. Right. It was so tired. So, and then this is where, you know, we get to our gear supply and it's gone and I can't find it. Like, where did I put that thing? You know? And so I'm hunting around in the bushes, you know, Andrea's snoozing and, you know, so, you know, in the end, you know, then I took a little nap and, and then, you know, so I was like, once I sort of had everything spread out and, and so I was like, well, I'll just lay down here with Andrea for a couple minutes. Oh you know? God, and so, so I set funny. my alarm and then I'm out. I'm out. And then Andrea wakes me up because I guess I didn't know it. But, you know, your alarm on your phone, it has an option for the alarm that you choose. And one of them's called do not play. <laughs> and <laughs> like, somehow I'd really? accidentally hit do not and play. And so his alarm, alarm didn't go up. So I wake up and I'm like, oh, it had to be like, like, oh, one no. in five minutes. So. Just like note to <laughs> Apple. Like, you know, I don't need a do not play option on my alarm. I'll just like not set the alarm <laughs> yeah. if I want do not play. 
to be the alarm. <laughs> so, but uh, any case, so Andrea saved us somehow. Right. She woke up because otherwise we might have slept for an hour there yeah. you know, at least. And and so she wakes up. So then we get going, and I'm so Andrea's struggling, yeah. right? This is okay. Nice. She hasn't recovered, but because she was hurting so bad, it gave me this adrenaline boost. That I get sleepy too. We're screwed. You know, like one of us has to be able to be awake, you know, to find the way up there and stuff, you know. So this was the one point where I really, I mean, for me, I had had my low and Andrea had this taken was care his of superhero me, moment. you know, in the heat when I was dying, coming down here on Andrea took care of me. This is where I sort of got to take care of her, you know, is going up here. Mm-hmm. And I Albert. was, or sorry, yeah, going up Albert. And I was just amazed because she was that just out of it. But she never fell behind me. Like it was like it was just like we were hiking as normal, except for the fact that she was super grumpy, and so I didn't want to talk to her because she was gonna be. It was like a curse word every other every other word. And it was like she really took me to heart about being positive (laughs) for the second day, but did not extend into the second night. I was like, he didn't didn't say how to be positive on the second night. Next time on Nolan's, you know, that's her job is to keep the positivity through the second night as well, and. um, but somehow, and then, you know, so we go up, you know, we go up the trail, you know, <laughs> the mining roads. And then, you know, for me, one of the big challenges in the dark on Elbert's, and there's only one other time I'd ever gotten there in the dark, you know, because to get to Elbert in the dark, that means you're doing good on your splits, you know. And, yeah. um, and, and Bull Hill is so annoying in the dark. And because I used to prefer just Bull Hill, because a lot of times if you do the early season attempts, trying to skirt around the side of it, there can be like rock and snow in the way, you know, so I've kind of gotten away from trying to skirt around it. And uh, so I just go up and over. Okay. And like the last time I remember when I was by myself, go mm. up and then it's just this, this ridge that goes from Bull Hill down to the saddle with uh, Elbert. It's just like annoying like and time consuming. But so anyway, we, we get to the site and I had this old track from. I think, it, you know, on my phone, when I when I turn it on, I've got all these tracks everywhere from all the scouting and stuff we've done up there. And there was one where I think it was Holy Nolans where I'd cut across. And so I tried that route and it was just beautiful. And, you know, Andrea was right there, but she was just complaining about it the whole time. She's like, why are we going this way? I thought we were just going to go up and over and I don't like this. And but in all honestly, like, man, that was the best I've ever done there in the dark. It was just gorgeous. Like we skipped all the hard stuff. It was all up above us to the left. And we basically came right out at the low points. And so and and Andrea was right there, you know, and so despite her being asleep and everything, it was like (laughs) I happened to nail that section that, you know, I wasn't planning on trying, you know, and uh, and yeah. And so Elbert ended up, even though it should have been our monster going up it we had a great time. yeah we had like five minutes to spare so you bet that i oh, took yeah. those five minutes up on top and i slept <laughs> so coming down coming down yeah. albert was a little more tricky <laughs> yeah, because we had funny. on our, on oh, our one wow. of our scouting trips we made it down three thousand feet in like 50 was it 50 45 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah. we we descended that so we were expecting ourselves to be somewhere within the hour. I needed that in order to break 52, yeah. uh, 53 hours. We needed that. To yeah. Be fast. And so we were hopeful, you know, but, but then it's dark. And so we had a really hard time finding our way down. 
and it was just we didn't have that beautiful um that just that beautiful descent like we did before and so it was actually kind of more of a struggle it took us an hour and 10 i think yeah so it was like added 25 minutes longer than we wanted and uh you know so we're still doing great we know you know we know it's likely that we're gonna beat all of my old times you know um and so which is great you know and uh but but it was a little demoralizing because i was hoping for a little better you know yeah yeah sure sure yeah okay and then half moon of course i'm sure you cruise right by quite cruise right through there i heard a rumor andrew that you take your your shoes or your boots oh absolutely i am not someone that will and uh try and keep your feet dry is that true however i will also search long and hard beforehand in scouting to find ways across it so it just so happened so you know it's funny i remember there's a video of me going through there in like june (laughs) when that stream crossing between albert you know it's like that half moon creek it's this raging river you know and so yeah i had to do that well you know you know this stems from like a long time of like you know of like all these records and stuff and for me man if my feet are wet and i hike on that for a while i'm gonna pay for that with blisters and stuff some people are just super lucky. They don't get the blisters, but I will. And, you know, the thing about blister pain is not okay. the sort of pain that really you ever need to stop anything for. It's just completely unnecessary, just extra pain. Suffering. Yeah. You know? And so I don't want that. So, yeah, I will stop. And, in fact, sometimes when I know I have to go across a, a river, I'll even carry a pack towel with me so I can dry my feet afterward. I mean, nobody else does this, right? I mean, I'm probably really stupid. But the nice thing about going in August or nice. September on Nolans is that the creek is low enough that you don't yeah. have to get your feet wet on any of them. Right. And so, and with this half moon one, really close to the half moon or to the trailhead, there's a, when Andrea and I, we were scouting out, we've got this little shortcut that sort of takes you directly from this road. You don't have to drop all the way down the road and come back up the road to half moon. You can sort of cut across through this forest to get there directly. And there's this avalanche that, um, you know, in the, in the bad avalanche season, it's this new avalanche path that goes right across the stream. And so you just basically cut across the forest until you get to the avalanche path, and that gets you right across the stream crossing there. So it's worth looking into if, you, if you're not aware of that one. But basically, you would, all you have to do okay. is go okay. to the massive trailhead, and then right from the massive trailhead, awesome. you know, go like you're trying to go directly across the stream towards Elbert right up there and you can find the way we, we went, you know? Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then by the time you guys hit massive, you're feeling pretty good. I mean, you're looking at FKT for Andrea. Um, yeah. I'm not 100% yeah. sure, yeah. but I think and, and this is faster like than, the, like than you've done massive, any other previous it's time. It's a great hike for us, but it wasn't. It was I, didn't, kind of a disaster. I didn't recover until probably halfway up uh, halfway up the ascent of massive and then and then i recovered because andrew you know it was this was probably okay. andrew and i's load like together like elbert was my low but andrew like he, well, he was my personal low but like as a team this was our low for sure right like yeah. andrew tolerated me on elbert you know whatever but then when we got to massive as a team together 
like he was mad at me for being so grumpy and true and he you know he's like oh you're treating me like crap yada yada I'm your teammate and so it's just hard because I hadn't experienced the sleep deprivation before so it's like so it's hard I don't know really how to handle my emotions when I'm that tired and we've Mm -hmm. been going for so long so I mean I definitely you know, so then halfway up, massive. Or actually, right near the bottom, when it started getting steep, she mm-hmm. started having breathing trouble again. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I don't know, I kind of just thought it was in her head. I don't know if in the end it was just Yeah, in her I'm head sure it was just in oh, my no. head. You know, yeah. anytime I get anxious, like, you know, and I, and I'm like, I'm anxious about the peaks or something. I'm always, I always go to my breathing. I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm not going to be able to breathe, you know? So, so I'm like ready to go. And now she wants to go really slow, you know? And so then I got really yeah. depressed and then she just went up ahead and I was like, oh, I'll just be behind you. Yeah. And then, and, then got- and then he was questioning. He was like, well, how much do you really want this? And I was like, I'll show him. Oh, yeah. So I was like, then- so something clicked in my yeah. head and I was yeah. like gone. And, and so then. <laughs> Then I couldn't catch her. It was so, you know, I could not catch up. And, and I think she was just trying to teach me a lesson, you know, and and she was so far ahead of me at this point. And I had this because I'd gotten kind of depressed and wow. I'd started going really slow and it was hard to turn my legs back on right there. And then and then she waited me, uh, waited for yeah. me up, up near near up near when you're getting close to the ridge, you know, mm-hmm. and then. And then, and then we were good. Yeah. Yeah. We we just, we had to talk a little bit, you know, and talk things through. And then it was like, okay, we're going to finish this. And then, you know, and then you get over it. You know, we were kind of like, you know, maybe we shouldn't have these conversations when we're both totally, completely, utterly sleep deprived. This is when you start talking. This is when back to what we mentioned earlier, like every couple should have to like do this before. Yeah. Because I'm like, go find, go find someone else who wants to do this and who wants it more than me. At one point I'm like, you know, I'll bet any other girl who would would be running right now because they'd walk. Yeah. And I was like, fine. I was like, fine, go find her. Go, go. So, yeah, I don't know. It was, yeah. So we got into a couple of arguments there. But, and then I did make that comment. I'm like, you know, we probably shouldn't be having these conversations right now when we're both sleep deprived, deprived for two nights. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, so then. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that it wasn't it wasn't perfect. It wasn't a crystal clear oh, journey. I'm glad to hear that there was a little bit of bickering out there. Otherwise, I just would have felt. But and massive so annoying because you're so ready to go down. Yeah, percent. It just keeps going a stupid ridge, you know. And so you've got this split you're trying to make, right? And you're like, I think we're gonna do it. I think we're gonna do it. We're like we're like at thirteen six. And then you don't realize it, but you're still like a half an hour yep. away because the ridge just keeps going yeah. and going. And, and then I'm like, I mean, I've done massive so many times and I look over, I'm like, holy crap, is that the summit all the way over there? It was ridiculous. You know, it's like, it's still a shock every time. Oh yeah. That, that one's kind of a killer. That is, to me, that's like the big disadvantage of going south to north is that you have to finish on three monsters. Yeah. You know, like yeah, Laplata, Elbert, and Massive. It's brutal. And so I think, that's why for a few years there, sure. it was so everyone was going north to south, and I feel like that's the reason, mm-hmm. you know. But now it seems like everyone's going the other direction, pretty much. Yep, yep. Oh, and yeah. listen, guys, I hate to cut this short, but I have a six fifteen meeting that I have to make. So if you wouldn't mind, just give me like a one minute version of of 
you guys making your way all yes. the way to, to uh, Holy Cross. Yeah. I mean, you decided to yeah. make it holy so, at like that point, before, which is just incredible. It was not um, pre-planned. Tell me. Like, we get down and then we decide. And so I didn't think we were going to go, but Andrew was good. We slept in the car for like nine hours. And so we decided to go. Yeah. It ended up being great to start at like 9 p.m. because it was cool. And it had been blazing hot down there all day. You know, so a lot of it's just trails, you know. So we're just hiking along nice slow pace. Took a nap. It ended up ending being a four hour yeah, nap. Yeah, we took a four hour nap. As soon planned. as the sun went down, you know? we slept until about 3 a.m. And then, and then there is this one section starting at Turquoise Lake that's horrendously rugged. You know, this is like, it's, there's no trail mm -hmm. and it's like cliffs and trees and bushwhacking. And, uh, and so you get through that section, you get to another trail and then, you know, the backside of uh, Holy Cross is just super rugged. Yes. Uh, and so it, it took it, us the whole it, day. It took I mean, us the whole day. Yeah. It was, I think what stands out most in my head is it's so rugged once we get actually going up Holy Cross to get to the ridges just took forever. We kept saying an hour and a half, an hour and a half, and then an hour would go by and then another hour and a half. And it's just, it's the contouring these big boulder fields up to these big mounds. And then you're trying to get to these ridges that are so far away. So that was probably the hardest part of it all. And then after we summited, um, heading down was really great. You know, you realize that you have a lot in you you know, when we were finishing up our descent of Holy Cross because we sprinted the last thousand feet, we wanted to be done. Our friends were going to be waiting for us. And so we sprinted and we got done and we were just. And thank goodness for Andrea's friends, because otherwise yeah. the adventure would have continued. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hello. hello? <laughs> I guess he's gone. <laughs> I thought we did a good job of wrapping it up quickly. Well, we can't hear you, but it was great talking to you. And um, we really appreciate all your time. So hopefully you can hear us. And thanks for talking. And hopefully we can catch up another time on another big adventure thanks yeah sorry yeah we can't we can't hear you if you're there but anyway have a good one it was really nice talking to you When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, great. How are you guys? Great. Doing good. Yeah, thanks. Good. Glad we could uh, get back to it and tell some more stories. Yeah, um, thanks for getting back to us. We were like, oh, shoot, we didn't want to end like that because so such a big part of this was Holy Cross, you know? Oh, cool. Cool. And the connection was bad, too. So uh, thanks for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, you guys decided to go to uh, Holy Cross. Break it down. Tell me. Yeah, so we, so I guess we can start with when we finished. Um, 
we had a couple of our really good friends came out and they um they met us there and so we got to talk to them and then we were on the phone with family for a while and um i think it was really funny because andrew's sister laura uh, he was on the phone talking with her and i guess we were kind of debating oh, our- yeah yeah normally she's sort of like the roll her eyes oh you know oh you really want to go on the holy no <laughs> yeah. ones or roll her eyes you know and she was like oh you guys should go do holy cross so she's like so well I duh like, you guys yeah. should absolutely go yeah. because we were kind of like we wanted to go but i I, re- I recall andrew just saying like oh well let's just wait a little bit see how we feel you know we We'll hang out in the van. We'll sleep a little bit. Thinking we'll that eat. I was going to get out of it this yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah. well, just wait and see how we feel. And I was like, yeah. okay. It was hot, like, at, at the fish hatchery. It was just pretty uncomfortable in the van. And so, like, just getting up, actually, and walking around felt good because your body starts to swell after you do something big like this. And so just sitting around really isn't the best for you so i was kind of like well maybe it'd be good for us i mean an extra 38 miles is kind of a lot so actually my feet really hurt at the end but i was kind of thinking at least maybe it'll keep us from just swelling so it's an easy shakeout right what's that just an easy shakeout yeah seriously (laughs) yeah so so then so after you know everyone left and we had our we slept for a while so then like we said it was kind of around, uh, was it like eight o'clock or something that we decided that we were, you know, we packed up the van and we got every, our, got our packs ready and we were kind of just ready to roll. So, and we were actually prepared for like sleeping. So mm-hmm. th- we were not yes. trying to go fast. So we actually brought along some sleeping pads and like, like a down blanket. Mm-hmm. And just so that we could comfortably put down a bed wherever we wanted and, and sleep. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So we got going and, you know, for the first for the first bit, it's just on the it's just on the Colorado Trail. Or no, no, no. Remember, there's like that connecting trail from the fish hatchery. Do you remember? And it kind of it, it goes. It's sort of it's different than the one you run down oh, from. Oh, right. Yeah, remember? yeah, yeah. Right. And it was actually you get on it, and we were just like super happy when we started oh, yeah. because it was nice and cool. You know, it was dark now. It was like nine o'clock by the time we were up on that trail, and um. And yeah, and it was like a perfectly smooth trail, mm-hmm. you know, which, you know, yeah. as you know, like on Nolan's, you don't get a lot of just perfectly smooth trails. For you know? sure. And we yeah. were like, man, it's like healing our body, just yeah. like moving our legs. Wow. And it felt mm-hmm. great. And I was like, man, everybody should finish did like we, this. Did you know? we sleep before the Colorado Trail? When did we sleep? Oh, we slept when we were on the Colorado Trail. Oh, yeah, okay. That was on the Colorado, oh, yeah. yeah. So, so then, so we, so we were just, you know, hiking, I guess it was this connecting, this connector trail. And, um. And then as soon as the sun went down, we probably hiked for an extra like half hour. Was or, it an hour? No, no remember we, we started and it was dark. Remember? And it was nice and dark and cool. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And so we were actually okay mm-hmm. for the first like hour. But then yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. It's it just was our, like, we, were, we just hit a wall, you know? Yeah, and, we're, so, and we're like, and we've been planning on taking naps. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> we, so we, so we laid down our stuff. And, just right in the middle of the trail. Yeah. You know, the flat spot. It was great. Yeah. And then we ended up, our plan was to sleep for like an hour and then we um we totally i mean no surprise to us you know we slept for like four hours (laughs) so Uh, so we woke up at 3 a.m and then we started hiking again and um and and and, it actually worked out well the timing the timing was was actually (laughs) ideal because so when you're going between um you know the fish hatchery and holy cross there's um well not counting the last part of holy cross that's super rugged but like in between, it's mostly just trails. 
But there's one okay. section that's just really rugged. And um, and I was crazy, like crazy. Yeah, start, starting at like there's this oh. trailhead. There's this Colorado trail, um, trailhead right near Turquoise Lake, and right mm-hmm. there, it you know it just it's 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 kind of a nightmare. And I'm so glad it, t- you it takes there some character, dark. you know, to 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 do this route. Like it's just you know definitely some character building for us. Sorry, continue. Yeah, I, I actually remember. So a long time ago, I was uh. I was given a talk at like Neptune Mountaineering about the 14er record. And afterward, this guy, Kendrick Calloway, maybe you've heard of him. He's, he does some distance stuff and he's, he's done some stuff. And afterward, we started talking about, you know, oh, well, you know, wouldn't it be cool if someone linked up, you know, Holy Cross, you know? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. he was like, and I was telling him some of my ideas and he was like, oh, yeah, I'll send you um, this, this route of of uh what i scouted you know and i was like that'd be okay. great you know and so yeah. that's sort of like okay so the next time i did nolan's i was gonna do holy cross you know and i but i never really got any time to go out there and check it so when i did holy cross the first time i like just used his route right and okay one section is just kind of ridiculous like just like the willow bushwhacking and then you're on like the steep contouring like with mix of rocks yeah, and cliffs just, and pine trees you're, you're just like going yeah it's and, uh, it, it was funny because after <laughs> I finished that i was like man that was really rugged you know that route and he was like oh yeah i never checked it out yeah he just threw it on his map that was just his idea <laughs> so, so i was like thanks a lot buddy but uh, awesome but anyway yeah. on the way on so when we were doing it we got there just in the morning you know actually we kind of started up it was still a little dark but <laughs> then it got light and uh, it was really nice for it to be light in that section yeah just because it was so rugged yes. and the route finding so, so if we had been moving faster that would have really sucked you know that would really and sucked. i wouldn't have wanted to yeah. do that in the dark anyway it yeah. just would have been hard yeah <laughs> sure but up uh, sure but then so then you get up to this pass and then when you drop down the other side of this pass it's like a totally different world it's like all flowers and I think it's called when we got down to the end of this it's next like lonely, trail. It's called like, like lonesome, lone, lake, lonesome lake, lonesome yeah. lake trailhead. And man, there okay. was just one spot when we finally got down to the trail, and it was just like it's it like was fairy tale land. It was like it's perfection. Cool. It was like this big slab that was perfect for laying down on, with like the stream, you had the stream flowing right next through, to you, you know, and, and the flowers wow. everywhere. The morning sunlight rays <laughs> coming through the forest, and there was only one mosquito like flying around. So <laughs> and, and Andrew remembers that one mosquito. <laughs> know, he hates that it, mosquito. It could have been. It could have been a lot worse, you know. <laughs> he was like, it but, wasn't. And that mosquito found you, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, but we just laid on that rock for a while, yeah, and it was just, just like enjoyed that moment you know it was just so nice wow. you know just soaked it up soaked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. oh and so uh, something to add on to all of this so we when we were at the fish hatchery you know we stuffed ourselves again you know i'm a pro at that and so i wasn't hungry and oh, so and I, I and i told andrea i was like oh yeah it took me like 12 hours yeah last time. yeah we so we're thinking like time. 12 hours we're like oh yeah so we're not going to really need much food like we told you earlier you know we kind of get by on little food so we're like oh yeah. easy 12 hours we won't need any food we'll bring a little bit of powder you know we'll be fine we'll fuel on that well <laughs> andrew he snuck in his pack like five snickers and that's it. So five Snickers and this this one bag of powder that we had that we thought that would just carry us through for 12 hours. Well, um, it was a lot more than 12 hours and it was a lot more rugged than expected. So, so just like we were just at this point, you know, 
I don't know when he brought out the Snickers, but he totally surprised me with them. Yeah. Yeah, And he was like, look what I have. Cause I was just like, how, Oh my God. Like, how are we going to do this on like no food? It's going to be so hard. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was just, you know, so it was at this point, you know, we knew, I knew that, okay, well we have some Snickers to get by. It was like those little fun size bars, you know, and then, um, and some powder. So, so it was so it's just a good thing Andrea's used to going on low calories. <laughs> yeah, because that, that was, that was yeah. you know, 38 miles an extra 10,000 gain on like a couple Snickers and some powder. <laughs> I mean, it's just dumb. that's pretty impressive. <laughs> so, so yeah, so anyway, so, so then we continue. You hike out and you get to this road that goes, there's this uh, reservoir called like Homestake Reservoir. And so you get out to this road. And now you're just on a dirt road, and um, that was pretty and hard. Actually, that was that kind was, of a long ways to get was, to that road. I mean, it's a long haul down that. Yeah, and and, and then getting to the road was just. I mean, any just just repetitive walking in the heat. It's just really hard. But we did have a pick me up. We um found Andrew found along the side of the road these raspberry bushes, and so we were like just mm. picking raspberries, getting <laughs> getting some raspberries, and so that was fun. Nice, nice. And then, and then it just got hard. I think at that point, because at this point, you know, we've just got a few miles to walk on this road, and then basically you're going to turn left and head up, and it just coincided with it getting really hot again. Yeah, I think this is where I had another low. So it was super hot, and now we turn, and then you know, you you just it's kind of hard to describe that area, but but actually we did meet one other guy back there, and um. He described and, and he had some crazy route he was doing. It was like 100 miles on the Continental Divide Trail and then back by Holy Cross. And he was going to head over to the Maroon Bells and then finish in Grand Junction. So he had a cool route. And he was the only guy we saw out there the whole day. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a Holy Cross. And, and he was like, it really reminded him of the Wind Rivers. And that, that kind of reminded me of it, too. It's yeah. these big, giant granite slabs. And it's just you really feel like you're out, you know, out there in the wilderness mm-hmm. in that area. But, wow. So it's really neat. But then I kind of messed my, you know, the, the intended plan. And mm-hmm. so I was, you know, cause I had done it a long time ago and I was really just trying to, to recreate that route, you know? And, um, mm-hmm. and so I kind of screwed it up. And so we did a lot of contouring on these giant boulders and, this and was, you know, this, this, this was definitely the hardest section. Like after heading up the road, um, I think you do, is it like 15, I think it's like 1500 feet, sometime, something around there. And before you get into this, just, you know, back country, you know, where you've got the ridges surrounding you, we've got um, Whitney on our right, you know, and oh, there's a little peak called Mount Whitney. Yeah. 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 So, um, and, and it's just, this was definitely the hardest section because you see these um, big mounds that you have to get up and over and it's just kind of one after the other. So you never really feel like you're getting any closer to the ridge that you have to reach, which looks miles away. And then finally, you know, we get up to the last mound and it's then it's just this big boulder hopping, contouring, going up to the ridge. And we just we realized that it was taking forever. So we cut up um, through through one of the through a gully and actually, you know, just to get try, trying to get to the ridge faster. And it just seemed like it took forever. And once we were up there, it still just it just dragged. Whenever she'd asked me to estimate how long it'd be to get somewhere, half. it was always wrong. Always so, wrong. Uh, so yeah. I always just like put it in my brain. Okay, like this is just gonna take forever, hour and a half, and then, you know, an hour and a half would go by, and we just didn't get anywhere. And yeah. so I was just, I was definitely slow at this point in time. Like I, I'm Andrew was kind of. 
you know, he would go up ahead and then he would wait for me. You know, I noticed he was standing. I, I don't like when he stands around for me because I feel like, you know, I don't like being slow, you know, but I right. just, I noticed right. he was just standing around a lot. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't move. My feet hurt. I'm just like, it's taking forever to get to these ridges. And it's just, it was just really, it was hard. It was a lot different going this direction for Holy Cross because when I had done it the other way, my plan was just to take it a super easy day, just do Holy Cross and then get to the fish hatchery and sleep and then start Nolan's. And so Holy okay. Cross seemed kind of easy. It, it took 12 hours. I never stressed <laughs> myself, you know. Sure. But then when I started Nolan's, my legs just, they weren't functioning very well for the climbing, mm -hmm. you know. So I was definitely feeling it there. But but going this direction, man, it just, getting the Holy Cross it's just hard. was hard. It was <laughs> hard. Oh, my like, God. I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, so I'd say the hardest part was just trying to get up and just trying to get to the actual ridge that Holy Cross was on, you know, or like, you know, and, um, and uh, Holy Cross Ridge, that's the 13er, right? Uh -huh. That's right there. Yeah. yeah. So trying to get to that was even just a challenge. I just never felt like we were ever actually on the ridge that we needed to be on to get to Holy Cross. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, yeah. So then at that point, you know, we we finally make it up to Holy Cross, and then Andrea gets on the phone, mm -hmm. and she's able to work out a ride. So that was a relief, you know, that we've got. Mm -hmm. a ride. <laughs> Although at the time, we were thinking the ride would just get us down the road, and then we'd have to try to Uber or something to Leadville because yeah. she wasn't sure her friend. Her friend had kids, and she wasn't sure. I just feel guilty yeah. anytime we ask for help. We always yeah. feel guilty, you know. Yeah. I just feel like oh, me you too. Know, we'll have to figure yeah. it out ourselves. We'll figure it out, you know. Right. So yeah. I, mean, I hate it. You feel so selfish. You yeah, know, it's like you're doing something just yeah. about you, you, you. Yeah. And then you're trying to get right, to right. Come out and give up all their time just to like, you know, you know, have a pack filled up for you. You know. <laughs> yeah. It's like Andrea did support for this uh, for our friend Joel. We, we we mentioned him a lot in this, but it was I was when I was thinking about it, it was so dumb. She literally spent her entire Friday to go to the beginning with him. And then drive and meet him at, at Baldwin Gulch and basically hand him a water bottle yeah. and a bag of food. And that was it. And then she drove to the Avalanche. <laughs> that was her entire day for that. You know? yeah, and so, so for me, when I wow. think about that, I just hate to waste people's time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And so it, it, it seems like such a selfless act. But really, you know, I'm sure that they're happy to be a part of what you guys are doing. I mean, what you guys were doing was pretty epic. And, uh, you know, just being a small part in that is, is usually pretty inspiring for people. So, oh, that is yeah. true. I'll try to remember yeah. that. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, I'll try to remember that next time, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I definitely understand it from both sides. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, then the last thing I remember about Holy Cross was just, um, oh, you know, we didn't get a chance to tell you about the descent down Massive, but like the main thing was, Andrew was like, well, are we still going to be able to break 54 hours? And so I was kind of doing this calculation and I was like, mm. you know, if we ran, we could probably break 50, you know, break into the 52s. And so we actually wow. tried really hard. We started out going really slow on the descent. And then once I did that calculation, I was like, we, we might actually be able to do it. And so we ran really hard. Andrew was actually surprised at that point because I never run fast. Yeah, I was and kind I was of annoyed. Like, <laughs> I was like, what in the heck? Like, you never run fast. And I'm just like, I'm here struggling. Like, my feet are killing me. And so I'm just like, like, how is he doing this? This I is would, ridiculous. I would sprint way up ahead as hard as I could. And then I'd stop and I'd like, you're looking at how far we got and like, what time is it? I was like, damn it, we could still do it. Yeah. And sprint ahead. Yeah. And then finally yeah. we started through in the towel and, and we didn't quite make mm -hmm. it. But so Andrea, having seen that, 
when we got to the, you know, on Holy Cross, you have to sort of, on the way out, you have to ascend this 800-foot climb. And then it's just like downhill to the trailhead. And so she was just like, let's just sprint down. I was so, you know? yep. And it's, you find that like, well, I, I am really reserved with my running on big things like this because our strength is uphill climbing. And so I don't want to destroy myself on the downhill just to have to go uphill and then not be able to hike to, to my strength, you know? And so right. I'm always, I'm, I'm usually pretty reserved on the running and I'm like, I'll, I'll run if I'm not breathing harder, if my muscles aren't working harder, but generally we find that it's a little bit easier on the body if you could just let gravity take you down. But when we got mm. to that, you know, that area where it was like a thousand feet, like maybe like 1200 feet from the trailhead, I was just like, you know, screw it. We're done. We Let's, don't have to do anymore. Yeah, you're do done. Anymore Let's just sprint. And we literally let it go. Sprinted, and we sprinted all the way to the end. <laughs> wow. That was wow. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's what I was wondering is if you guys were done at the summit or if you took it all the way down to the trailhead where, where you ended your time. Oh. It sounds like you went all the way down the trailhead. Yeah, we yeah. went all the way down. Yep. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. And how far was that last run? Oh, you know, honestly, it wasn't that far. I don't know the mileage, but it was just like, you, you know, we had to get down 1,200 Yeah, feet, so, so it couldn't be more yeah, than a couple yeah. miles. Yeah, miles, maybe a couple but, miles But we so. definitely saved some time by sprinting down. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just let it go. Yeah, That's yeah so cool. exactly. Yep. You know, because adding Holy Cross on, I mean, we finished, no one's, it was like 53, so 85, what, is that 32 hours? Holy cow. 85, yeah, 53 so, to 85, but, yeah. but so much of that was yeah, just us sleeping, in the fish hatchery. Yeah, we were sleeping there. Know? So, I mean, it's like, it was like, uh, you know, a long time, right? It was just but, long. Um, sure. But, but yeah, it was just yeah. hard. You know? It was hard when you're that wow. tired. You know, mm -hmm. normally after a Nolan's, I'm done. And it's funny because if you, if you, meet somebody after fit they're finished with nolan's you know and they've been up for two nights you know they'll finish yeah. and then they kind of got the high of finishing and they're talking to you and then give them about 10 minutes and all of a sudden yeah. it hits them <laughs> and all this they just start <laughs> shutting down yeah you yeah know? yeah so for sure to be able they get to get that thousand miles there <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. right <laughs> and uh and yep. so yeah, so I'm still proud of us, even though that took like a long time. Like I'm pretty yeah. proud of us for just, I mean, really, it was just getting the ball rolling. Mm -hmm. You know, once just we took making that first the decision to out get of out of the van tree, and yeah, on that, the trail. That was that was the hard part, you know. Wow. And how now? I know you guys said, but how long did you sleep at Fish Hatchery before you took off again? Well, that's oh. that's hard to say. I mean, I would say that we spent. A good well, I don't know what. Well, time. well, we finished I think before noon. Just yeah, a little bit before. And noon, we maybe. didn't get going until just until at dark. Nine. You know, well, like we weren't nine. sleeping the whole time. We were hanging but, out with friends. Yeah, and, and it was actually yeah. mm -hmm. I did not sleep that much. We slept hot. a little. It was hot. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. My legs were killing mm -hmm. me, and so we. You <laughs> so know, it was it like was, we were sitting in a sauna for yeah, like several hours. Yeah, exactly. Laying in the van, super uncomfortable, and I was like. Not getting good sleep, so it's yeah. not like we were snoozing away. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And then you guys said that you took off and then slept on the Colorado Trail, and you guys had sleeping pads with you. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, the original plan had been like, "Hey, let's bring these pads," and then 
whenever we get tired, we'll just lay him down and sleep for an hour. Mm -hmm. But, you know, okay. and so, we, you know, we were picturing, you know, taking a few sleeps, you know, here and there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, after mm -hmm. then we just fell asleep and we took our whole sleep for yeah. that one time. You know? Yeah. And, and getting okay. up at three in the morning was actually really difficult for me. Like I was, you know, I kept thinking like, okay, we'll be able to sleep later still. Right. You know, I just, I kept holding on to like, I'm going to be able to sleep sometime again on the trail because I'm so freaking tired, but we never ended up sleeping again. That was our only sleep. <laughs> but once the sun came um, up, you know, we were fine. Yeah. Yeah. So were you guys carrying heavier packs as you guys headed to Holy Cross? Well, you know, they were that much heavier. You know, we did have pads, you know, so we both, and they were like yep. the big foam pads. They're you know, super lightweight. The they're they're yep. foam. The accordion ones. And, and, okay. Yeah, so that was kind of a luxury. And then we had yep. a, not a sleeping bag, but just like a down. And then, you know, as okay. I mentioned though, we really skimped out on food. Yeah. And so we right. later, but so our packs probably weren't really any I heavier. Just don't, yeah. I don't think that they could have been any heavier, really. Yeah. I mean, that was really mm -hmm. all we added, you know, yeah. was the pad and the sleeping bag mm -hmm. and then not bringing any food. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Right. So it probably was lighter <laughs> in the end. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. And so correct me if I'm wrong, but Andrew, you're the only one who's completed Holy Nolans and you've done it twice. And Andrea, you're the only female that's completed it, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Wow. And I will say, I know this is coming soon. Is it some, well, fast guy. I'll call him jerk off. No, no, just kidding. No, like, kidding. Some fast guy. <laughs> like Joey, you know, Joey yeah. finished in 41 hours and he was like, right. he was tempted, you know, cause we, we actually met him at the end, you know? Or, okay. um, and, and so we, you know, we got to ask him some questions about it and stuff like that. And uh, he was really considering it. And, and then he decided not to, but, you know, one of these guys like him, they're going to do holy Nolans in under six hours. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. So. That yeah. is going to be insane, you know. But, wow. but obviously it's possible because, you know, when I did it, it took me 12 hours the first time. And now if he can do Nolans in 41 hours and then continue on, I mean, obviously there's time to do it in 60. So that will be, I think, a pretty big milestone. I worked my butt off to finish it in under 72 hours, you know, when I did it the mm -hmm. first time. And uh, yeah. so, so that'll be pretty huge, I think. Wow. Unreal. I mean, it's just mind numbing to think about. I mean, not only all your accomplishments with the Fontina projects, but just Holy Nolan's itself is just, it's, it's mind numbing to even think about. I mean, I've attempted Nolan's a few times and I haven't had my, my time yet. Um, but that, your time, God, just your time adding will come. On, your time will come. My time's coming for sure. But just adding on that 15th peak, I mean, what is that an extra mileage it's an extra 30 some miles yeah we calculated 38 well, i originally thought it was 32 my tracker said 38 so and but his tracker is usually accurate well although i don't always trust my tracker you know because it can get confused you know on something like that so it may have given mm -hmm. us some extra mileage so i'm not sure but i think it's somewhere in that not ballpark okay okay and so for for just the nolan stretch without holy cross what was your mileage? Did you shave it down quite a bit under 100 miles? Uh, you know, I've never really. That's a good question. You know, everybody else always knows the stats, you know, but I okay. assume, I feel like our route is fairly, uh, what's the word, like streamlined maybe. Mm -hmm. And so, yep. you know, people usually say something like 80 to 90 miles in like 44,000 feet of elevation gain. I would just tell someone that. I really have no clue. I've never been. I, I never look at mileage, you know, I'm, I'm a, as a hiker, I'm just, a, it's a, like for me, like in the 14ers, 
it's usually not about the mileage, you know. I mean, sometimes you might have some long trail that drags on, but usually it's about yeah, how much brains, elevation. Our brains are really focused on elevation. Yeah. It's funny because yeah. a lot of times we'll be hiking with other people and they'll be so focused on the miles. And we're like, dude, we have no idea how yeah, many no. miles. <laughs> we know how much elevation it's, we're it's gaining. 2,000 feet to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. It's like we know that we have 2,000 <laughs> feet to go. Yeah. How are we on many miles? That's And our speed <laughs> is calculated in, like, you know, our elevation per hour. So, uh, yeah, we're moving 1,500 feet per hour hour you know or two thousand feet yeah, per hour it'll That's, take us an yeah. hour or an hour and a half you know so, yep yeah got it okay and what was the total elevation gain of all 15 peaks well, that was I, like probably fifty-five thousand. i don't think it's quite ten thousand to go to holy cross but it's you know probably around maybe eight so you're probably looking at something like 53 ish or somewhere in that like between 50 and 55 wow it's just unbelievable just unbelievable so <laughs> Throughout this whole journey, do you guys come away different people or like what did you guys learn in the process? I'm sure that you guys' dynamic is just a, a tad different, yeah. maybe better, you know, maybe it, worse. It's it's crazy. I feel like we've had, you know, since we've been together, we've been doing a lot of big things together. And so we've had a lot of crazy experiences together that really bring out – like when I'm in the mountains, I just – I mean, I love Andrew. When I'm in the mountains, I really realize how much I love him. You know, I think that mm. really comes out more than anything. It's just I appreciate so much about who he is. And that really comes out when we're just out there together for hours and days. And, and you know, just his selfless nature naturally comes out. Mm. So I think that's, you know, really um, it's, it's something that I really, you know, take to heart when we're out there. But, Absolutely. you know, coming out of it, I think that for a while, I'm just like, wow, I can't believe we did that. <laughs> you know, <I'm> like, <laughs> holy crap, that was a big, that was a big thing, you know, and no I think for Andrea, this has been pretty big because she's gone from at the beginning of the year, wondering if she could even do it to now. Right. I mean, she did it and she did it really well, you know, right. I, I mean, her time, you know, in the end, you know, I mean, it's like being able to do that that fast i mean here we beat my all my old best times you know which is i thought was pretty you know it's funny because i finished under 60 hours three times when i've done nolan's and they've always been 53 something you know it's so weird okay but uh but we beat all my old times and um i just now andrea knows she can do this stuff yeah you know and so i think that's kind of a cool transformation Mm -hmm. you know i think so i think for me, when I was younger, when I was like 24, when I did the uh, the 14er record, the I I came mm-hmm. out of that with a sense of like um, confidence in myself that mm-hmm. I'd never really had before. Yeah. And sure. And uh, I feel like you know this this could be like this for Andrea too. It's like because this was a big undertaking, and you know, and she did it, and she did it really well. You know, so mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. she's gonna be a different person. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, now that you have this newfound confidence, I mean, do you guys have any more plans? I know you mentioned the Centennials, mm-hmm. and you're tossing around a couple of ideas. Yeah. Um, are you guys going to rest for a little while? Are you guys going to let the bodies recoup and rejuvenate? Or is it on to the next thing for you guys? Yeah, we have, you know, we are always, I think I mentioned earlier, we're always thinking of ideas and things to do and stuff. And, um, and definitely one of our other big link ups that we want to do is 
the Cell Watch 30 or the Super Nolans, oh, you know, that we mentioned yeah. before. But definitely, like, I think for me, there's this, you know, 24-hour record. Um, how many peaks can you tag in 24 hours? And I'd really like to, you know, take advantage of my fitness and just get out there. And and I know the, the record's eight, and I know that I can do more than that. And so I'd like to get out there and, and see what I can do. And, you know, we have you know, uh, peaks in mind that would really work for the link up. So we are a little okay. worried though. Like, uh, I mean, we've got a lot of big ideas, but you know, the smoke, the right smoke, now, the that, fires, that you know, they're kind of yeah. damper in, in our, you know, working, yeah. you know, getting out there and really going hard. I mean, we were out there yesterday doing some scouting and I mean, we had these huge N95 masks on and, and it was just hard, you know, <laughs> you have to get used to the breathing. And so you feel, lightheaded at 14,000 feet, you know, and then it just makes you tired. Your legs are tired. It's just kind of, you have a headache. And and then we're a little worried too. Mm. We've heard that it's, uh, it's being forecasted to be a, a really low snow year. And so then how does okay. that look into next year? Like this drought continued and then there's probably going to be fires. So I don't know. It's all mm-hmm. kind of like, so we have, we yeah. have definitely have plans. We have plans in our head for sure. You know, we don't like to waste our fitness, but also you kind of have to roll with the punches some 100% yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so now that it's all over like where it where like where's your heads at now like are you guys thankful are you grateful are you trying to be present or um or where are you at right now yeah I, I, are you still high from the whole thing oh, you know it's it was hard because after we were done I I had to I uh had plans to go to the east coast to visit some family so like we recovered for a couple of days and then I hopped on a plane and I was out, you know, and, and so I feel like that it, it's hard. I feel like this is, we're doing some posts on um, our Instagram and it's kind of recapping all of our experience. And I think even mm-hmm. with this podcast and um, I had an interview with Megan Hicks and in our post, it kind of really helps us to reflect and process everything because I think the process takes time, like processing everything takes a lot of time. And I didn't want to come out of Holy Nolan's with regret. That's why, you know, we thought it was a really good idea that we had quit earlier in the, um, in earlier in July, because I didn't want to come out of Nolan's thinking I should have done this, that, or the other, or I should have moved faster, faster here. I mean, we know, that we wasted time, you know, we wasted time in Winfield. We spent basically an hour there. I mean, if we were really moving, we could have, we could have just got, got food and gone, you know, but we, I mean, we mm -hmm. spent time on lots of summits. Yeah. We we got pictures of me napping. Yeah. I had pictures of us napping on Huron, you know, know, (laughs) it was funny because we would just put our energy into going up fast and then we get to the top and we'd waste some time. (laughs) Yeah. you know, stuff like that. So we could be a lot more efficient, but I think we were pretty happy. But I, went, we were right? happy I mean, with was, how it yeah, went. Yeah, because yeah. I also wanted to enjoy the experience and not just the go, go, go. I don't have time to stop, look around or enjoy ourselves, you know. And so with the yeah. combination of the two, I look back and I'm just happy. My goal was 53 hours. I wanted to stay I wanted to finish within 53 hours and that as long Mm -hmm. as I did that I'm happy could we have done 52 yes we have done 51 maybe you know if we really set our minds to it and just had a go 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 mentality but that kind of wasn't our mentality and and I'm really happy with 
how everything I'm really happy with how everything went and it's just kind of more now just really process everything and and it's probably taken me till about probably yesterday um to really be proud of my accomplishment and what we've done together and Andrew's accomplishment of finishing you know his fastest Nolan's time you know and and what we did together as a team I think really it's just starting to click and being and I'm, proud I'm of so us. I'm so glad that we we sucked it up and went to Holy, mm-hmm. you know, went on to Holy Cross, right? Because mm-hmm. it would have been so easy to be like, oh, we had a great time, or you know, every excuse mm-hmm. in the books you could have brought out to not go on. So to to go, that is kind of you know, I mean, it's cool that that I can uh, have done it both ways now, you know. So yeah. that, that's kind of fun. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, I definitely hope you guys have no regrets because what you guys did was absolutely incredible. I'm doing it as a team. I'm sure it was just a really, just a really special time for you guys to have out there and something you're definitely going to remember forever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it just motivates us to do more, you know, and to get out there and to, <laughs> to do more and see what else we can do together. It's funny because I love it. when we were done, Andrea was like, I am never doing this again, right? <laughs> you know, never. That's why we have to do Holy Cross. That's one of the reasons is because we are never going to have the chance again, right? And already, she's already like entertaining yeah. thoughts of, hey, how about a North to South? Uh, I know. I don't know. Maybe we get to North to South next yeah, year, you know? Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, my, I've got this ultimate uh, goal. You know, my, my ultimate goal that I've been kind of slowly working on, you know, would be to grit out Nolan's. And so that means you would have Nolan's done once in every month of the year. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm right. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I will tell you that doing <laughs> Nolan's in a low snow year when I got it, that yeah. was insane. That was freaking that hard. That was insane. Like, I, I actually was there during this week. Actually, that year, even though it was low snow, it was super, it was, um, it was well, until the year after it, they were calling it the worst avalanche season in like 40 years, but then the next year came and like blew that away. Yeah, right. So that was dumb. But, but anyway, but man, when I was out there, the, um, the wind stream had parked itself in Colorado in kind of an unnormal fashion. And so it was just constant high winds the whole week. Mm-hmm. And it took me a week. It took me five days to do it because it was so freaking hard. So yeah, you know, finishing like, like three more winners attempts and stuff like that it's a little daunting but <laughs> but anyway i'm i'm working on it i have like i think six finishes now yeah um wow you know, uh, yeah. unbelievable so and uh unbelievable and so, yeah so now i'm but now i got all the easy ones right i got i got you know ju- you know june july august september two septembers um two august ones <laughs> and one february and one february and so now you know <laughs> i need to start working on the hard ones right Oh my god! Not done with Nolan's, you know. I mean, I've got, I've got more work to do, you know. But that's kind of a pipe dream, pipe dream goal. But I still, it's something I could work toward. We we kind of, we kind of live off of goals, you know. We always have to have a goal to keep us motivated to work out Mm -hmm. and keep focused on. So we're really goal oriented. For sure, I see that. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you guys are still looking ahead, looking to the future, still looking at Nolan's for other possibilities, and you guys aren't just one and done. I mean, you guys are like, I'm trying to think of good nicknames for you guys. Um, You know, we've got like- The day you were talking to Andrea, you were like, yeah, Andrea's kind of the godfather. And then- 
and Megan yes. had said that about me funny, too. And right? I was like, the same, yeah, the same day, day, the same day, Megan had just said that, and I was yeah. like, "That is so funny." And That's I'm like, the second I, I love that. Wow. Now, I mean, I guess I am getting old. I was I like, mean, "You're I'm, old." I'm like 45, <laughs> you know, and I, I've done it so many times. I have so much experience on it now, so. So yeah, that's yeah, I love it. Well, that, that's <laughs> funny. You know, I I thought that I was the one who thought of the Godfather of Nolans, and then I read Megan's article, and I noticed she said the exact same thing, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not the first one to say it. I know I've gone from being, when I did the 14 er record, people were calling me Bad Dad. Yeah. Now I've gone from Bad Dad to Godfather. So, yeah. Bad Dad. Oh, yes, I like it. So we got the king of the Colorado 14ers, the bad dad, the godfather of Nolans. Andrea, we got to come up with one for you. I mean, you had a, you had an FKT there for a while. It was kind of short-lived, but uh, I mean, you still did. For the shortest yeah, the shortest live. FKT yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, so. I was so I used to do adventure racing and one of my teammates once was this girl who was the at the time she was the youngest ever finisher of the Hard Rock 100 and okay. she was such a solid runner and she would have to tell me so in adventure racing often like like I was always a solid biker on the team so I'd be telling people all the time when they were slower and I'd always be had this bad luck of having these really good runners on my team and so they'd tow me around you know and I just remember her always telling me, and I was always suffering because when you're getting pulled, when you're getting when running, you know, you're just dying, you know. And um, so then we saw Sabrina was gonna go, and and then you know, so then I saw that she was like the champ of the of the Hard Rock 100, and I was like, Hard oh Rock, man, yep. you know, we're like, we don't have a and, chance. <laughs> and so, and I was like, so I told Andrea, well, you, you know, it's probably good to go before her because then at least you can hold the FKT for a second. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, better to go yes. and hold it for a second than do it right after. And not her. hold it at all. But um, but it, you uh, know, as people that aren't, I mean, I mean, we we do little runs, but we're not really ultra runners. I'm actually pretty impressed with how well Andrea's time holds up. You know, I mean, hundred percent. You know, yeah, pretty spectacular, mm -hmm. really, how well she did. I mean, so if Andrea, I feel like she's still young. You know, she's in her low thirties. I mean, she could probably go on to be a great ultra runner if she wanted to. You know, but but anyway, sure. so so that's even more impressive to me, you know, because mm -hmm. I know what it takes to be a top hard rock 100 runner from my, my old teammates. And so for Andrea to be right there, that's pretty, pretty impressive, I think. Andrea, any interest in any ultra marathon someday? Well, probably I, I probably not that I think that, you know just doing big mountain link ups, I think is my thing right now. You know, maybe my mind will change, you know, I, I, yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, I wonder what it would be like to do the hard rock 100, you know, maybe, but you know, you have to have this resume. My resume is just, okay, well I've done Nolan's I've done the Elks traverse. Yeah. I can do mountain link ups, but I don't have previous race experience. And so I sure. think that, you know, I think like all of my, like every, everything about who I am in the mountains has come from Andrew. Like he has, like I'm his little protege, you know, he's, and I can't run. So yeah. yeah, he's really, it's like, he's trained me. He's, he, 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 you know, grew me up in these mountains. And so everything I've learned is his style and that I've adopted into my style. So I've really um, taken on this, you know, ability to be able to go for a long time and to just go and to suffer well, you know, and to just be strong, even when I can, be when it's mentally hard you know and so I think that how that really holds up is you know just how I 
um, do best with that is just doing these big mountain link ups. And so I, I think that more so along the lines of just trying to do big mountain things. And that and she's yeah. so good at scrambling. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the things mm-hmm. we've done. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think they'd ever really take off like, like the Centennial Elks, you know, mm-hmm. that also took us about 80 hours, mm-hmm. but there's so much class four, mm-hmm. you know, it's really never going to become that popular. Yeah. And Andrea just really excels on that stuff, yeah. you know, so. And yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I can go out and do, you know, Andrew and I go out and do these 17 mile runs in the mountains and that's great and all, but I mean, I'm just, I don't know if I have it in me to go and, you know, love every second of a hundred mile run, you know, yeah, I don't know I if don't most hundred miles for that, you know, like I like uh, to run for training, but I don't know if I do it for a career. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, most people who do hard rock, you know, most of it's a hike, you know, no, aside from the Killian Jordan. Yeah. Guys. He was like, you know, yeah. they don't run the up 14ers. They hike them. <laughs> yep. For sure. So, I don't yeah. know. Maybe one day. Yeah, well, never say never, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I mean, it's just an incredible story, you guys. I'm just blown away. Listen, I can sit here and listen to you guys all night long. Yeah, well, thanks for contacting really, us. We really appreciate it. It's oh, really cool you. because this has really helped us to process it. And we'll always have these, you know, I just, we really just spent the last two hours talking about this. That's such a great way to process it and have those memories. And I also now. love how knowledgeable, knowledgeable you are of the whole thing. Yeah. So it's really yeah. fun to talk it's, to you yeah, about Yeah, because it. you know what we're yeah. talking about. You, you know what we experienced. You, yeah. you know the route. Oh, That's man. Really cool. I'm jotting, I'm jotting everything down. I'm, I'm copying everything you guys do. Believe me. <laughs> oh, well, call us, you know, yeah, anytime, you know, anytime. I mean, we love to talk about this stuff. So. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I really enjoyed talking with you guys. Um, yeah. Absolute blast. And, and yeah, I hope you guys just take some time to soak it up because what you guys have done is like, you know, the impossible and it's, it's just a huge pipe dream for so many people. So well, thanks so much. And, be grateful. and hopefully we'll talk to you again on our next big adventure. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait to hear about cool. it. Thank yeah, you so cool. much. All right. Thanks. Thank you. You guys have a great night and uh yeah, talk yeah, soon. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. And that wraps up another one. How crazy inspiring are those guys? I mean, Nolan's 14 is like the hardest thing in the world. And then just to go tack on another, another 30 miles and another peak, it's just mind numbing to, to even comprehend. So hats off to them a million times, uh, just such a huge accomplishment and, uh, just a real honor talking with them and, and Andrew's been around the Colorado 14 er scene for so long. And I've always wanted to pick his brain and, He's just nicer than I could have imagined. You know, I forgot to tell him at the end. I wanted to just let him know that no one makes me feel like a bigger wuss than him. I mean, I still haven't completed Nolan's in under 60 hours. And, you know, he's done just all this crazy stuff. And every time I see that he's done something new, it just makes me feel like such a wuss. And I'm not trying to compare myself to him or anything like that. I mean, but just, yeah, straight up. He just makes me feel like, uh, I don't know. I got a long ways to go. But just so inspiring talking to them. I just really appreciated it. 
So uh, if you guys dug this conversation, please share it. Uh, share it on social media. Share it with your friends. Um, you can find us at big-things-crewing.com. We got your back when it comes to all things ultramarathon. Uh, we're on the gram. We're on the Facebooky. Uh, we're all over the place. So um, I love hearing from you guys. If you guys dug this conversation, uh, shoot me a quick line. Um, I, I just enjoy all that stuff. So hope you guys have a great week. Hope you guys get outside. Hope you guys get after it. Uh, I'm headed out for a run here shortly. I'm going to run this little pup of mine. And... Uh, It's going to be a good day. So life is short. Do big things, baby.